Hello, and welcome to Magic Myths and Mayhem, a TTRPG podcast with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and GM, and with me are Rowan, Purdy, Mark, and Cho, my wonderful players. How is everyone doing today? I went to the gym. Very lovely. We played badminton, uh, and I nearly died. It was so hard. I cycled for an hour before leaders. this. I should have exercised today and, and didn't. Yeah, how weird that, like, if you'd asked us, like, this entire group about five years ago how much exercise you all did, we'd all just be like, absolutely do not, and that's just... <laughs> if anyone said to me that I was going to a gym, let alone a gym by myself, mm. like, that, mm. that'd be my biggest accomplishment this year so far, is I manned up and went to the gym by myself. Because my gym didn't on me. How interesting. Well, anyway, let's move on to things more interesting than uh, than gymming. Is everyone ready to D and D? It's been quite a while since we've done C three, actually, hasn't it? For us, it's been mm. it's been well, like a month, maybe. Don't like that. We've done a Wintermas special. We've done a How to GM. We've had a week off. I Check out the Wintermas special now available on Spotify and other places. Right. That if you you're listening, to us. yeah. If you're you're listening to this and you haven't listened, I mean, we want them to go over to to Podbean. But if you're listening to this and you haven't. Listen to the Winter special. I do that one first. You know, like no, this is obviously I a continuous you. story, but like Listen, it's, I, it's I, good. I get the the dedication. I, I I get the dedication to a single story thing. I mean, that's I, also. Uh, I I think stop listening to this. Call your mother. She misses you. She wants to talk to you. <laughs> then listen to the Wintermas one shot. Then work out and then come back. Yeah. Or call your grandmother. Yeah, call call your grandma. Why not? But I will, I will say, Wintermas special, not one to fall asleep. I, I, I can't call my grandma. It's tricky. Too much gore. <laughs> it's quite a lot of gore. It's quite a lot of gore. There's quite a lot anyway, um, we have a recap, obviously, as always, to go uh, into this one. It's been such a while, I think everyone will uh, want to hear it. So let's just shut up. Everybody shut up. Stop talking and let it play. Dear Bob, how are you? I'm glad to hear it, and there have been some very exciting developments with my new friends, starting with Cal arranging a call to his abbot at his monastery, and a group trip to Courtsia, which I was very kindly invited to. Although there was some talk of Valuna descending into some kind of awful gang war, and becoming a lawless wasteland because of this Captain Delva thing you dying. Yes, Bob, I agree. That does sound terrible. No, they don't know who exactly did it, but Neva made this investigative board that while crew did have some good points, although she seemed to want to get involved in the police investigation, but everyone told her that was a bad idea and Joe thinks it'll get us all killed. No, I have no plans to get myself killed, don't you worry. Neva did pay for us to go to Courtier though, which was very generous, and the day was lovely for the next few hours. We went to this big library to research the dark and the light, and we met the sister's friend Lucy, who works as a paralegal. It turns out her family's had some trouble recently, and her brother hasn't been seen in a month. Such a shame, she seemed so nice. From there, Cal went to a sort of general, non-denominational temple to speak to someone about Helm and the light and the dark, while Maisie, yes, she's the one with the crystal who we had to lock in her room, she went to an old god's temple to talk to this Tyrus figure and apparently had something of a revelation. No, I haven't forgotten about Cal's call with the abbot, I was just getting to that. You can be so impatient, Bob. The abbot is called Patriarch Tenora Mylar, and she told him that it doesn't matter if Helm is present or not. It is the teaching ascribed to him that are important? 
she also told him that there was some folk story about a child being found in an alley that seems to relate to Maisie, but I'm not sure about that yet. But because of this, Cal made a decision to trust the Dark and become its missionary of a sort, and accept its power. The Dark then demonstrated, as far as we can tell, that Helm really has abandoned Jell, by seemingly ripping him from whatever perch he was on and setting him on his knees in front of Cal, where he confessed to his disillusion with mortals, and that he did not empower Cal with magic. The Dark then said that he was kind of like Maisie's uncle, which I confess I don't understand at all yet. I'd have believed none of this if I'd not been there myself. I know you'll want to take some time to digest all of this, Bob, but I very much look forward to your wisdom when you have some to share. Oh, sorry. Poor choice of words. Right soon, Bob. There we go. A lovely little uh, recap by Tina. I will add in, um, and this is a fault of mine for not correcting Tina. Uh, the patriarch there was misgendered. You said she, it is they, but we're just going to put that down to Tina not actually knowing who this person is and uh, it being an innocent accident. They, they um, were on the call. They, they don't, they haven't heard the, the voice or, uh, exactly, or exactly. the conversation. Exactly. I'm saying it's not, not a uh, unreasonable mistake to make, but I'm uh, just adding I it in for everyone's memories. Yes. By that intro. Yeah. Tina was writing a letter. I... Maybe. Could have been. And responding to yourself. Yeah. Maybe. Could have been. Okay. Got it. I feel like you weren't listening properly. So we start <laughs> in the forests at the edge of Kortsia. Um, having just uh, had a little bit of a godly experience, perhaps. Uh as mentioned by Tina, with a god being drawn out of the ether uh, to sort of beg for mercy in front of you, not quite so aggressively, but, you know, the dark showing what they promised, what it promised, and uh, then leaving after dropping a little bit of a bomb that supposedly the dark is Rathalia's uncle-ish. And you're now standing there. Cal has this ever so slight difference in, in visage. Uh, the eyes are a little different, and the the uh, face has ever so gentle markings down the sides, and it's quiet, other than the gentle tweeting of birds. Gonna be honest, that didn't help at all. More confused than than I was before. Well, I don't know. I think uh, I think it's pretty obvious that Helms Helms out of the picture. The, the dark seems trustworthy, and you're. Well, I don't know, you're, you're related in some way, so presumably that's why I'm supposed to protect you. I feel like I should point out that just because we we saw it doesn't mean that it is necessarily true. Um, there are many powerful arcane practitioners who could fake some, something like we just saw. I just I just thought I should I should mention that because. Um, you know that there's lots of explanations but also why would they go to that trouble for a bunch of college students uh, why wouldn't inter something cosmic force do do that other than to fight another cos cosmic force and relying on um, university students does that does that sound any more plausible? Well, at the very least, I can say I don't understand the motivations of a cosmic force or whatever. 
Just like mortal people, we don't have anything to offer. We just gotta have to wait and see. For the moment, this dark was saying I should protect you, not necessarily do anything uh, proactive. So I should just make mm. sure you're safe, which I was gonna do anyway. So that's fine. Hmm. Okay. Well, what now? We're in we're in Quartzia. We're on vacation, right? Let's let's have a vacation. Let's go shopping. I thought we were in hiding. I want to try and see if we can track down Bash whilst we're here. Find out what's going on with him. And uh, what's your plan for that? I don't have one. Well, didn't lose. Yeah, I was going to say presumably she she must know where where he was before, surely. I think she said that she, he didn't want to speak to anyone, and that was why he'd kind of gone off on some job. I still want to go find him. How about we drop into his apartment on the way to doing whatever? Do you have his address? Yeah, all right. We've been there before. Have you? <laughs> Joe says. <laughs> yeah. In which there was been... one in Moonhaven. No, yeah. was it Moonhaven? I thought it was here. You went to yeah. where he was staying in Moonhaven. You haven't been to where the Blackwoods are staying in Portia. Oh, okay. But I'm pretty sure Lucy gave us the location last we talked yes. to her. Which was in the sort of, it was in the northwest. Uh, so it's up in what used to be called uh, North Circle. It is now called uh, Risandula. Of course it is. <laughs> Risandula uh, translates to Godstown. Oh, Godstown. It's Karen for Godstown. Because you have a whole language that you think. I do. So the principal is now called <laughs> Mirandu. <laughs> the principal is now called Mirandu. Uh, what's it called? What is it again? Tule? Tule? Atwali is what you're trying to say. You're trying to, trying to tell me to fuck it. off. Yeah. Um, but uh, that comes from principal, which is Miranden, and then to add the to the beginning makes it Mirandu. Um, so you've got Mirandu in the center. This is in Kerwin. You've got Rissanula, which is God's town, which is in the Let's north. You've got, you got, you got Roussel, which is Traveller's Hill, which is to the east. You've got Fenor, which is West Circle, which is in the west. And you've got Erul, which is the heart, which is in the south. And you may enjoy that in the south, uh, it is home to the largest park in Caramanthia, which is called Imadiradu. Imadiradu. <laughs> 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 the only bit of the language I care about. Which is Atuali, which means fuck off. Um, yeah. Atuali is two words. It's actually um, without the sea. Anyway, the point is, they live in Rusanula, which is uh, the north, and they live in the west of uh, that section of town. I'm going to send through to the media channel in Discord um, three maps, which will be helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, no, it's just two of them, because one is just the light mode and dark mode, which you don't well, no, I'll send them both. One is just the new the new map uh, for Quartzia, the the updated map, and one is the same map but uh, highlighted with districts. So there you go. That's the the big the big old map. Uh, you are currently to the east of the big yellow bit. Anyway, so yes, um, to get up to the north, like to walk, would take quite a long time. It would be four four hours or so. 
you could, of course, get a carriage or something. It's really up to you. It's probably... Uh, it was about three o'clock-ish when you had that call, and it's probably a couple hours after that, so it'd be pushing late afternoon, early evening kind of time. And a carriage probably cost an arm and a few toes. You don't know. I, oh, I know, Alex. I don't have any of those. Will I not I be know, able right? to board? <laughs> probably not. I'll Let's see you in a few find... hours then. Is it like a taxi rank? I mean, we're in a yeah, forest, so a probably not here. <laughs> can we take a wander into town to see, or into wherever the local taxi rank is? Uh, or you, so you'd probably be heading over towards the market, which is our market. It's the giant set of malls, which is where you were earlier. And there's not so much like a taxi rank, but there are, uh, as if you went to London or something, there's plenty of, of taxi carriages around, mm. plenty of which you can call for. Uh, they just sort of are generally around. In fact, to be honest, you probably wouldn't even have to make it all the way back into that the market, into Clarence Market, to find one. You mean they're not riding around at high speeds, ignoring everybody? Well, <laughs> some of them are, but you know the ones that uh, haven't got any passengers in them. Mm. Aren't. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll call one and ask how much it would be to get to. Well, we you're told that. to get to this particular address that you're looking at uh, it would cost somewhere in the region of uh, two gold Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah we'll, we could do that oh my god yeah. uh, you are told however that by the time you get over there like the meter will depend on traffic and such so it could be a little bit more could be a little bit less But not that I, was, I was correct an arm and a few toads yeah <laughs> uh, We'll risk it for a biscuit. Sure. Should we get into the carriage? Uh, it's not particularly spacey. For the five of you to fit in, it's a little crushed up, but I'm sure Tina sort of like squidges a little bit to make sure that everybody can fit a little bit more comfortably. I will assume my humanoid shape such that uh, mm -hmm. it is more convenient to like sit on the bench or the seat or whatever. Of course. And there's more room. It's yeah, it's two benches opposite each other, sort of looking at each other, some of you going backwards, some of you going forwards. And the ride is fairly boring. It's not particularly long, maybe 20 minutes or so. The carriage itself has a slight musky smell, as though it's been cleaned a fair few times, but like some sort of chemical or magic has seeped into the wood. It's a very old carriage that's been used lots and lots of times. The padding beneath you probably at one point was quite nice and comfortable, but again, it's been used many a time, so is squished down and become almost integrated with the wooden bench below. The smell of nicotine and bleach? <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> It's a fairly quiet ride. The traffic through Quartzia is eh, fairly bad at this time. It's a sort of rush hour-esque kind of thing. Uh, and you get to go through the wonderful sights, up through uh, what you know as uh, East Circle, what you know as uh, what is now Russell. As you go up towards Clarence Market, one of the fastest ways to go up, you can see that this sort of area, all the houses around are fairly high class. They're not gigantic houses, but they're very well put together. They're three-story houses, you know, all sort of connected to, to each other in, in a lot of places. But everyone's doing pretty well, it seems, around here. But as you get further and further north, pushing over towards Rutanula, uh, you go over to an area that you would have read about before. It's called The Edge in common, or Ridul in uh, Cairn, which is very well known as the most dangerous part of uh, the entire of Quartzia. 
Is it one of those where the carriage locks go down? It's the it's the kind where you wish that the doors had locks. As you go up into the very north, the much further north area of um, of Roussel, you can tell there's like a shift. It's gentle, and you don't notice it immediately. But the houses get more dilapidated. The people get a bit more closed into themselves. Everyone's a little, you know, wearing some uh, hoods and cloaks a bit more often. And as you go over, cross over into the edge there's a lot more of an uneasy feel. A lot less lights are lit inside of houses, a lot more boards are put up on windows, and a lot more um, people are lingering around in alleyways and sort of giving a, se a second glance at the carriage as you go through. You can tell the carriage driver is fairly keen to get through fairly quickly, pushing through as fast as possible. But then you fade out of this area over towards the west of Rusanula, and it, sh it changes again. Not to the same high-class kind of look that you had uh, over by Clarence Market, but just sort of fairly okay houses. They're not incredible, they're definitely not dilapidated, they're just right in the middle of okay. And eventually you are dropped in front of a house in the middle of a set of terrace houses uh, for the Americans, that's the ones where they're all like connected to each other on a road. And... Uh, what we would call townhouses, which is three floors. And you're told that's going to be uh, two gold, one silver, and are left there in front of a fairly average-looking house. And what time is it? By now, half five, six. I guess we'll go knock on the door, then. You knock on the door. And there's a little bit of a pause before eventually it opens up and you see uh, a fairly ragged looking man, someone who looks a little bit beaten down by life. Uh, but you do definitely recognize him as Lucian Bash's father, who I cannot remember the name of off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm literally getting the names up now. Mr. Blackwood. He looks for a second and you can see there's like a half a second of like, who the hell is this? And there's a bit of recognition of like, oh gosh, I was not expecting well, <laughs> good, good, good to see you. Uh, please uh, step in. Uh, you've you've arrived, uh, I presume, by by the word of of Lucy, but a little earlier than she has. She will be by soon. Um, but you're welcome to to come inside and, uh, and and wait if you wish. Sure, thanks. Yeah, yes. Um, you step inside, and the inside matches the outside pretty well. You enter into a fairly thin hallway that leads directly to a set of stairs, and you're led through to the left through to a kind of cramped lounging-type area. There's a fire that's lit to, uh, to, to wear off the cold that sort of creeps in in the air, uh, or the colder that creeps in in the evenings of Courtsia. And you're sat down on some fairly ragged sofas. And it says, um... Well, can I get you anything whilst you whilst you wait? Some some food, drinks, anything? Uh, I'm okay, thank you. Uh, oh, fine, fine. Thank you very much. I'm fine. Yes. By the way, they're called Marit and Hanklin. Hanklin, Hanklin Blackwood, I presume. Mm -hmm. Um, are they? Yeah, I don't remember those. Names. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever come oh. up because <laughs> I don't recognize those names either. Uh, I've definitely read them a few times. Oh yeah, I've probably read them a few times. But anyway, Hanklin, Hank, as you'd probably know him. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yes. Um, I've still got some things to be doing, so you'll hear me pottering around. But please, um, don't feel a stranger if you do want to get a, a drink or something. Uh, you're you're welcome to do so. I'm sure Lucy will be by soon. Thank you. Yes. 
Potters off through the through the house. It was very nice to meet you. Uh, you too. You too. And wanders off. And you're left in this lounging area. Please, nice. I will back out to a cube. <laughs> <laughs> this house isn't as big as your your house. No. No. I thought they were just rich as you. They, no, they're not anymore. They were. This is a sad story. Do you remember um, at the cafe, um, Lawbucks? What was it called? <laughs> I it's we were going to make it a thing, and we can't moon, remember. Moon, I can't remember what moon it's called. Something. I have it. It'll be here. Somewhere. Oh, uh, Moonlux. Moonlux. Because Moonlux. Uh, another no reference to there. moons. <laughs> um, uh, no, Moonlux. Lucy was saying. Uh, and I believe that the sisters were agreeing that their family had engineered the takeover of the business of the Blackwoods, uh, hence their current misfortunes. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, uh, did I get that right? Have I retained that correctly? Kinda, yeah. I, I believe I've been told, but I've been on a massive low for most of this, so... Yeah. I do want to clarify, everyone saw the weird shadow figure as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it before. Okay, should we get you to the doctor? All right. We should clarify. Where did you see the massive shadow figure? Just so we're all on the same page. We all saw the same one at the same time. You haven't been oh. seeing like a massive shadow figure stalking the carriage that we came here in. Oh, was that so <laughs> the 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 Easter Town came out of Cal's chest? Okay, then yes. Much less concerning. What are we doing? Is it? I, I, I'm not convinced. Well, yeah, it means that there aren't two massive shadow figures. I mean, massive, not massive, really. So, what, what are we? What's the plan here? Why are we here? Mm. Um, Eva wanted to indulge in her penchant of looking for people. This bash person. Yeah, and. Um... But she didn't ask his uh, his father about it. No, like, I don't have... This is going to be very strange, but I don't have a plan. I have no idea what to do. I just know that something's telling me I need to go see Bash. Well, I think it's fair enough. He's had a difficult time. He would nice to see a friendly face. Are you hearing voices too? Oh, no, not you yeah, as well. aren't you? I mean, but, yeah, but that's like that's the crystal usually. I, I think maybe you hear our voices. No, you said something's telling you. Oh no, something in my gut. Oh, you're okay. hearing voices in your gut. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, normally, normally they tell me when they're hungry. I'm I'm unfamiliar with tiefling anatomy. Uh. You have audio perceptors in your in your guts. Yes, I probably could. I don't know. I haven't tried. <laughs> I imagine you probably could. Yes. Although I don't, I feel like I don't know enough about anatomy to safely do that. So I'm not going to try. Well, it would depend on if there are humanoids who conform to that particular structure. If there aren't, then I wouldn't have thought that you can. I don't know. 
They can fight. Like, I wonder where Marie yeah. is. She's ill, isn't she? Is she? Oh yeah, she's the one who's like ill, but like, like it's like fainting physical. sickness ill, like missing their old life slash bash ill. I imagine she probably quite stressed at the moment. Maybe this was a bad idea. It does feel know. weird being here. I, I don't know. I think I think it's it's fair fair enough you want to see Bash. But but just one thing, if, if we see him and he is, you know, he doesn't want to talk. Then he doesn't want to talk. Exactly. I, I don't I wouldn't force it, you know? At the end of the day I I help cause most of this problem, so What? Did you engineer the takeover of their family business? Are, are, no. are you going on this like blame yourself for everything tirade again? Well, when I mean, it's obviously not your fault at any point. If he didn't come over here to help me find Franklin. So yes, alright, cool. It's not So <laughs> if we're gonna try and find Bash, like I feel like we do need to know who we're asking the questions to. Well, we need to ask his dad. Do they know that he's alive again? Or... Yeah. Okay. I know Lucy does, but I don't. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. I don't. I mean, I assume <laughs> insurance. <laughs> I knew insurance. They're they're um, committing yes. the fraud. They're saying yes, he's died, they, so they yes. don't have to give back his life insurance. Yeah. So. Yes. They know he's alive, they put, they've they had him hold up somewhere, and he can't, like, go and see them. Says Joe, not Tina. Tina doesn't know that. He couldn't go and see them in Moonhaven. Now they're in Quartzia, you don't know what the setup is. I mean, you could always ask. Yeah, why didn't you ask him while he was here? I mean, you know, you, you, he was busy. You, you know him, yeah. I know not to bother Hank when he's busy. Oh, is that so? Did you get an argument? No, it's just he gets quite forgetful. Okay. So are we just gonna sit here for like the next few days and then leave or what? Because like I'm gonna be honest, if that's the plan, that's fine by me, but I'm gonna go like I don't know, find something to do. I think you were uh, just suggesting that we sit here until Hanglin is no longer busy and then we ask him. Uh, deep probing questions about his uh, family. I thought we were just waiting for Lucy. Like I said, I don't have a plan. This feels weird. Everything feels weird. This doesn't, this doesn't feel right. Lucy and Hank and everyone should be in Moonhaven with the rest of us. You're not in Moonhaven. I don't no. want to go to Moonhaven. But Maybe I should be in Moonhaven. Why? Just... Well... Like... I came to university to learn. Yeah. Not have my boyfriend try and kill me. Uh, actually kill my best friend's brother. Then my best friend and everyone end up having to move over here because... They had no money. It was just supposed to be a simple, I come to university, learn a few things, go back home, take over the company, and try and do better. That's a fair, fair summary, I think. It's very fair. I, 
life hasn't gone that way, that's true. But more specifically, what are we going to do this week? I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. Well, why don't we ask Hank, was it? I mean, you must know what there is to see in the city. It's a, it's a big city. There must be sights to see, places to go. I mean, I wouldn't mind... Don't really think he's bothered about telling us what to go look at. But you bet he'll know. You can always ask. You hear the front door open and close. Fairly hefty sort of crunk. <laughs> as the, you see you see Lucy start to walk past, then pause, then go back a bit and be like, Alright. Hey. Hello again. <laughs> oh hello again. We Hi. met a few hours ago, I'm Tina. We did. One second, and just goes and puts a bunch of stuff down, and then walks back uh, with just like a glass of uh, a glass of water, and just walks in. Perches on. There's no. There's no chairs left with everyone in here, so sort of like perches on the side of uh, like all of the arms of the the sofa. Just like, well, I mean, I admit you uh, you have beaten me here. You you <laughs> were a little more direct than I was expecting, but not a problem. Really, don't know what to do here. About in the city. In the city? Plenty of things to do. Depends if you want to be touristy or educational or... It just... It feels weird to do anything, really. Oh. I don't know how to help with that. Yeah, that's fair. Is there anything... Are there any sort of touristy sites you can go and see or... uh... A few things around, you know, the uh, the park in the south is obviously a large place to go to. Uh, if you can, you know, brag your way into the principal, that's got a, a fair few large buildings you can you can look at. I mean, I imagine you two could get in by your name alone. Um, yeah, there's plenty of bits and pieces around. Uh, it depends if you want to do activities, you know. Um, they exist. If you wanted to go to the countryside in the northwest, there's lots of farmland. There's the ironworks over you know, far in the west. Uh, it's mostly factories, but it depends what you're into. There's a couple of museums around as well. Is it a sort of main Ooh. cathedral? Uh, there's a few around. I'm not sure we'd say there's one main one, but there's quite a few around the city. We've already went to a cathedral today. Yes, let's go to a museum. Cathedrals. Okay, yeah, I have a to museum. What sort of museums are they? I'll admit I haven't been to them myself. I think the closest one to here, you'd want to travel over to uh, Fenor, just like in the north of Fenor, and there's a uh, there's a textiles museum. Uh, and close by to that is a museum based around uh, the ironworks and, you know, sort of steelwork and metalwork and all that kind of stuff, the history of that around here. That's quite important to Corsair, of course. Um, I think in other areas there are ones based around, uh, you know, um, the guild. Uh, oh, quite a quite a sight. Um, if you do manage to get into into the principal, there's uh, there's a, a, a like a university in there, which is obviously quite impressive to see. Okay. Um, I was going to say, I'll tell you one kind of museum that uh, hmm. that uh, Neva might quite like. Is there a museum that has anything about uh, the strange things? Not here. In fact, you'll find a complete lack of anything to do with the strange things around here. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, as far yeah. as I understand, the king is not super into the strange things. Oh, that's interesting. I thought it was, I thought they were a uh, university uh, like 
no, I don't think so. Well, fair enough. I, I I don't know the history of it, but I mean, there's things to do. It, it really depends on, on what angle you want to take. I mean, if you want something a bit more adventure, um, depends on how dangerous you want to be. I wouldn't suggest wandering into the edge, but you could. I do not want to do any more dangerous stuff. But you said you do want to find Bash. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so I say yeah then, is it? Maybe. Would would finding Bash necessarily be dangerous? I don't I mean, what know. Are odds, what are the odds that that would be dangerous? I don't know, Lucy. What do you know? <laughs> About as much as you, I'm afraid. I, if if I had the time, I'd spend some time asking some questions around here, at the very least. I I don't know where he's last been seen, but not by us. I assume he's holed up somewhere. You know, uh, whether he owns a place, or probably not. I don't imagine he has the money for it, but. He might be working somewhere. He might be sleeping on the streets. I have absolutely no idea. He was he's very disconnected. Where was the last time you saw him? Where was he? Here. And he just left. Did yeah. you say he'd gone, gone somewhere specific? Or, you know, gone on a, 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 to get a job or a mission? Or did he just leave? No. Went away to work. Came back and he was gone. What are his um, skills? What, what does he specialize in? <laughs> Nothing, really. Uh, he's not particularly I mean, academic. He's not skilled with uh, fencing rapier. He's got the gift of the gab. I mean, he, he's he's very smart. I think the idea was he was always being set up to take over the business. But there is no business to take over. So, yes, he's good at talking. He's good with his words. Um, well educated. We both are. Um, the only other passion he really had was his rifle, but uh, I mean, that, that didn't come with us. Oh, shame. But guns can be purchased here, I, I assume? Yes, they're around. They're quite expensive, though. Oh, well, mean, why don't we see if he's joined up with the Adventurers Guild? If he was sent on a job, surely that would potentially be something that would um, mean that he was gone for an extended period of time. Um, and if he's not supposed to be here, then, or, or doesn't have somewhere to stay, like you said, that would accommodate for, for that lack of somewhere to stay. Only mm. issue with that is, I don't know what name he would have used. Yeah, I was about to say mm. he won't be under his own name. He was just disconnected. A description. But... Not exactly. what, what does he look like? Like, you can give specific details, but nothing that's going to be able to identify through a registry of names. I take it as he's not answering his talk stone, then. No. You didn't try his talk stone yet? I haven't, no. Maybe just send him a message, Neva. Maybe he'll reply to you. I very doubt if he's not replying to his family, he'll reply to me. Didn't... Okay. You know what? I whack out my talk stone and try and ring him. Yeah, I mean, it rings through. I don't. I think you have tried previously, but it, it definitely Possibly. rings through. In fact, actually, it, it doesn't even really connect to anything. It's, it's the equivalent of a phone being off. Yep. Didn't work. Well, it was worth a try. 
Well, it's late, and if you want some dinner, um, we can provide a little. You may, we may have to get some extra stuff. No, <laughs> more, no, no, more no. mouths than expected, but don't worry about that. Just not a worry. Your guests. Um, Does Nash have a room here? Yes. Not that you'll find much in there, but you're welcome to go up to it. May as well look. Yeah, let's go take a look. Sure. I I'm happy to 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 work for our um our supper. Uh, I have never cooked, um, but I can uh, firm up security on your doors and windows if you would like. It's very kind. There's nothing that we particularly need you to do. If we were to feed you, it would be a gift. That's very, very kind of you. For now, if you want to check out, he was sleeping on the top floor. Well, if you don't mind, be my guest. We'll head up to the top floor then. You head up through the through the floors and go up a fairly thin staircase. And the first floor, well, the first floor up from the ground floor. <laughs> uh, the translation: second floor, first yeah. floor. Second floor. Um, Upstairs. Exactly. The, the first upstairs. Uh, it's just a couple of rooms. They're fairly small. Um, not absolutely cramped. One of them, the door is just closed and there's no implication that you should necessarily be going in there. There's a bathroom and then just another uh, another room that is um, seemingly some kind of bedroom. And then you go up another floor and there's just one room on the top floor, which is evidently sort of um, partially, sloped, partially sloped ceiling because of the roof. Uh, and... You're welcome. Uh, Lucy opens the door for you, and it's kind of just a bare room. There is a bed in there. There is a desk with nothing on it but like a pot with a couple of pencils, but it's very, very bare. There's a cupboard, uh, and it has some clothes in that you would recognize to be uh, Bash's style. And she sort of guides you in and says, This is about all you've got. So that is clothes behind you. That's strange. Some of them. They're not all there. It doesn't look like he packed up, though. Hmm. Do you look through any of his drawers? Yeah, the only drawers are at the desk and there's nothing in them. I mean, he barely moved into this room. Can I investigate the desk to see if there's, like, indentations on the top of it or something? You can. <laughs> oh, now 20! Now uh, for a 22. Okay. So you look at the desk. Uh, you can see this desk is probably second, third hand. It's not a new piece. It's not particularly expensive. Um, you don't know what wood it's made of, but it's obviously not like the mahogany desks that you, that you would uh, find back in Moonhaven. And there's various like scratches and marks, which are from possibly years of people writing and marking. But what seems to be two things of particular note. One is some fresh sort of dug in uh, divots, which seem to be by some kind of a knife or something, as if someone's just been like wiggling a knife into the wood through frustration, through anger. You don't really know. It's not broken in and smashed up. It's just it's like someone's been fidgeting almost with a, a sharp blade of some kind. Mm -hmm. And then uh, aside from that, you can see some fairly fresh indentations. You presume there's some kind of writing there, but. Uh, it's not like realistically you could read it from indentations in the wood through what but I could do the cool magic thing with paper and charcoal you could try oh yeah 
Do you have charcoal? <laughs> you can use a no, pencil on the desk. A, yeah, um, pencil. I'm assuming there's paper and pencil. It's a desk, right? You can. You don't. There's not a lot you can get from it. It's a wood desk. There's wood grain. There's all sorts of things that would effectively fuzz it up. The most you can garner from it is. It seems as though a letter has been written, possibly from bash because you can see the name sebastian written um but other than that the rest is kind of lost in the in the fuzz of wood grain and years of marks and all that kind of stuff okay, okay. can i investigate his bed just to see if there's yes. like anything hidden under the mattress or anything sure i would like to begin ritually casting detect magic sure Hell yeah. Hey, Lucy, where would you go to send a letter around here? 16. There's... Oh, I've never been there. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a post office called 16. No, there... I mean, there's... Um, post boxes around town. Uh, that's a UK thing. Yeah, you've seen them. The red pillars that you put letters into and they get collected at certain times during the day. So, no way to know. Got it. It would be hard to, to trace. Yep. Uh, with your 16, you look around the uh, the mattress, you lift it up a little bit um, under the pillow. It's a very neatly made bed, uh, evidently made a while ago, a little bit dusty possibly. It's been a month or so. But as you fumble around, you do find on the underside of the mattress, uh, it's a very cheap mattress, so you can tell that uh, it's not like... It's not wouldn't be particularly comfy to lie on because of the material, but that material has left the indentation of a key. Mm. A fairly small key. Um, not like it would be locking, you know, a gigantic safe, but evidently to something. Luce, did he add like a little like lockbox or anything? Not that I know of. Is there any sign of a little keyhole in the, in the desk? Not on the desk. That would have come up with the investigation. Are um, there storage lockers in this world? Is I mean, anything they, else? they would exist. Is there anything else in this room which might... I mean, you said there was not much in here. Well, we're welcome to investigate, investigate if you tell me what you're investigating for. I, I'm looking for any sign of a keyhole anywhere. Something where I'm looking for a hidden... Roll it. A hidden, a hidden rollage. Exactly, a hidden rollage. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. I would also like to do that, please. Uh, right. Yes, although you're currently ritually casting uh, to take magic. Yes, when that is done. But with I'll the benefit of being able to see I, magic. I will wait until he finishes, and I'm also going to cast Guidance on me. Are you going to assist me or are you going to search separately? Sure. I will search separately, but I'm also currently doing something else. So I'll be okay, doing well, that next. Before, before you do it, I'll cast guidance on you. So for me, I am going to roll a. I forgot what I was doing. Investigation, and that is. <laughs> I'm not going to bother rolling the guidance because that's eight, meaning a maximum of twelve. It doesn't give up much that hasn't yeah. already been found, unfortunately. You're looking around and you can't really guess anything. Uh, with the 12, the most I'll give you is the only thing that hasn't 
been looked at is the wardrobe, but you look inside and can't really. It's just a wardrobe. There's some clothes. You take them out. That's what they are, you know? Um, but the wardrobe, I will say, is basically just like a hanging bar. It's just a big open, well, big. It's an open space with just like a hanging bar and some clothes hanging off of those. That's not uh, like lots of shells or any of that kind of a sort. After a while, you'll detect magic. Uh, Tina uh, eventually gets finished. The entire room is particularly bland, apart from your compatriots around you who have various magical items uh, uh, on them. They're not too many. But there is one... Well, actually, I'll tell you, do your investigation. <laughs> there is nothing unless you investigate well. <laughs> Don't forget, guys. Well, I, I can still see st see whatever. I know. But this it, this just depends on how specific it gets. Well, I mean, it, it glows. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's only a 12. Ah, Twelve to see a glowing um, thing. Um, when Cal opens up the wardrobe, you do see an ever so slight glow. The, the tiniest, tiniest little bit of... It does tell you what school, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. The tiniest, tiniest little bit of illusion magic. Uh, very, like, in like a one-inch square. Nothing bigger than that. Sort of about waist height for, a, for an average sort of five or six humanoid. I will protrude a, uh, <laughs> I was going to say a tentacle. I will protrude a pseudopod and try and put it through the illusion. There's nothing to go through, but as you brush over where this illusion is happening, um, you can tell it's, with your limited knowledge of magic, fairly crude and not very well done magic, hiding a little keyhole. Found a keyhole. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, shame I've got a key, really. I can open it. Okay. <laughs> oh, Maisie gonna... <laughs> yeah. get, gets out the, lock, the, the yeah. tools. And, uh, oh. Yeah, like, Neville oh, is no, by, uh, for the lock tools. By, by all means. <laughs> no, no, you do it. Will it expend okay. some of your energy to open that? Yes. Okay, I'll give it a go first, then. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Is it hard because you can't see it? Is it hard because I can't see it? How? It will be harder because you can't see it, but it is not impossible. You know where it is, and most of lockpicking is done by feel anyway. Yeah, I mean, once it's into the lock, it's just feel. It's a little, a tiny bit, but like not much. If you didn't know it was there, obviously, much harder. 21? 21? Yes, fine. As soon as you get in, you can see that it's basically just like three pins, no security. It's as crude as it gets. Again, as though somebody bought the cheapest lock they could find and just sort of made a vague thing. Mm -hmm. As you fiddle with it and open it in less than a second, uh, there's a bit of a clunk as a little door shape, not full-size door, more like a little sort of cabinet door shape, uh, protrudes out just by a little millimeter as though it had been sprung or like forced in when locked so that when you unlocked it, it released that pressure and just gave just the very slightest mm -hmm. edge uh, visible. Cool. And as you bring it out and pull out, you see two things in particular. That One is a box, a small box about the size of an A4 piece of paper uh, and about the thickness, maybe a couple inches thick. And then you can see uh, underneath is what was probably uh, some papers or something. There's some 
unused envelopes, but no letters to go alongside them. The box, if you open it up, what is there, is there any sign of a... Was it? Is there like a there's shaped a, thing inside it? Something would have gone inside and like that? Does it look to be about the size of a handgun? It does look um, about to be the size of a handgun, yes. Yeah. Or a very compressed apple, perhaps. <laughs> 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 and I didn't want to upset Alex. <laughs> it's, it's not the size of a crushed apple. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. You can see Lucy in the back just like, what the fuck was he doing? Is the handgun still in there? No, there is no handgun in there, no. Well, from what I can gather, he's leveraging a connection, probably trying to get you guys some money. Well, the other obvious thing. Which is, uh, hmm? seeking revenge on your parents, no? No. Either way, uh, it doesn't look good. Either way, he has a gun. Fortunately, it doesn't give us any yep. hints to where he's gone, though. There's nothing wrong with having a, a gun, necessarily, is there? It's kept somewhere safe, so no one's going to uh, discharge it when they shouldn't be. If it, if it weren't... It on, if it weren't Bash... You're carrying I knives. Say, I would say it's not an issue. Bash doesn't even like to have a gun on him if he doesn't have to. Yeah. If he's got it, he's planning on using it. And he is very good at using guns. Stupid. Is there... Anybody he would write a letter to that knows... Well, he used his real name in a letter. I, I don't know what he's been going by. I mean, Sebastian isn't an uncommon name. No. Knowing him, most likely he just uses that because otherwise he won't react when someone says the name that he's given them. Oh. Mm. <sighs> curse my brain if we look for the underbelly of the city we'll probably find him why because that's probably where he's gone I reckon yeah if he's being this secretive it's probably not something on the up and up why can't anything just be simple and safe we don't have to go after him I'm just going to act like you didn't say that. Don't you keep saying that he's very competent? Yes. Isn't competent, this exactly but... what we were trying to av avoid by leaving Veluna? He's also By the way, Lucy, don't go to Veluna. There's about to be a gang war. Uh, Wasn't planning to... on going there anyway. He's competent, but he's also already died once. So... Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. How did that happen? Explosion. He's also not from this social life. Our life back in Moonhaven is completely different to how it is out here. We're quite sheltered. Listen, do with this what you will. I would love to get involved in these antics, but I know that I would either get myself killed no, uh, you, or you be unable to provide for this family as I do. Yeah, no, you need to stay here and stay safe. I can't lose you as well. But please don't get yourself killed getting into my brother's moronic activities. I know you care for him. Just as do I, but there's been enough loss. I can't promise anything, but I will try. Your life is not worth losing to try and find him. 
I agree. It seems cold, I know, but... I don't know. It's harder to live like we used to, carefree. There's things I have to pay attention to. We don't know he's in trouble. His gun is obviously in trouble. He could be carrying the gun just to make sure he's safe if he's going in uh, awkward areas. Yeah. The only reason he do that we, is if he we are literally just... all carrying weapons. I will try and keep us safe and not get too wrapped up. But at the same time, I will try and sort bash out at the same time. I mean, I will say as well, it is, it's not common for people to walk around with weapons in Quartzia. Just so you're aware of that. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. yeah it's not mm. common for people to walk around with weapons at all. Yeah. It, I know it's possibly a little bit more around the university and university students because you learn that kind of stuff. And you will find adventurers and, advent and guild spots around here where people do have weapons. But unless you're in the bricks, I don't think there's a lot of people holding weapons. I didn't even really have any weapons until I came to the university. I mean, I had my daggers, but they were kept in a case on display. I'm going to go eat dinner. You're welcome to join, but I don't know what your plans are. We, we don't want to overstay our welcome, but thank you. You can't overstay your welcome. You're welcome here as long as you want. We can only sleep two of you, though. Don't worry about that. We'll... we'll We'll find somewhere. Do you know of anywhere around here that's cheap? It's not really an area where you find places. You may be able to find a, a bulletin board of some kind, and there'll probably be you know, bed and breakfast type areas. There's a tavern close by. It probably has some rooms. I don't know the expense. What's it called and in which direction is it? It's in that direction. It's called Lion's Breath. Sounds stinky. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not a particularly impressive place, but it sells alcohol, and that's about all it needs to do. Jay, where are you going? <laughs> Why are you walking in the direction of the lion's breath? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, getting I myself guess... some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to lion's breath to make sure she doesn't get into trouble. Good luck with all of this. Thank you. Just, I don't know, message me, let me know you're okay. I will, don't worry. And hopefully I'll be coming back with my life intact and your brothers and my sisters and these guys. In order of priority. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know my place. We've not I known mean, each other all that long. <laughs> not exactly in order of priority, as much as I love Bash. You're definitely above, Maisie. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, but okay. So, to the Stinky Tavern? To the Stinky yeah, Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. is, that is what we're going to call it from now on. Yeah. You head over to the uh, Lion's Breath Tavern. Uh, it's a little bit of a walk, maybe five or ten minutes um, through the now dark streets. There's streetlights and stuff. It's fairly nice around here. A few people wandering around. Uh, it's the early evening, possibly some people going out, but, you know, um, I believe it's a Monday. 
Uh, and eventually you get to the Lion's Breath. It's about, again, as with most of this area, about as average of a tavern as you can get. It's made of wood and a little bit of stone. Uh, there's a big sign that says Lion's Breath with like a lion's mane around it. And as you go in, you can see a few people. It's not a raucous tavern full of music. It's a fair few patrons, a little bit quiet, a little more of a family space, people eating some food, a little bit of a low murmur. And you can see some free tables. There's a, a bar at the back, just areas to sit down. Behind the bar, you can see a human, a human female who's uh, kind of uh, broad shoulders, um, a little bit uh, unfit, sort of an overweight build but not like, you know, uh, morbidly obese of any kind, who's sort of just pottering around, cleaning some things, serving some people when they come up. Uh, and as you walk over, I presumably walk over, she's like, can I help? Evening. Um, do you have any rooms available? Uh, yeah, a couple of them. Um, depends how many people need to stay. I think currently we have two rooms for the next couple of nights. Uh, you could probably sleep a couple of people in a room, but there are only single beds. Is there a bath there? Yeah, I mean, each room has its own. Cool. Yeah, we'll take two rooms, please. Alright, yeah, that's uh, it's five silver. For one night or two nights? Should we do one night for now? Five uh, silver for one, eight silver for two. Let's do two... Uh, has anyone got eight silver to pay, or do I have to break in more than my money? There you go. It, it yeah. seemed like you were paying. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford to constantly pay for everything. I've got three gold, so I can, I can afford to. I I will front the eight silver. Yeah? Yep. Wonderful. You pay over eight silver, you get given two keys. Uh, there's some stairs uh, sort of round the back. You sort of go round the, the bar and up some stairs. They're carpeted stairs, or like the partially carpeted stairs. Kind of lovely. Go up into a much quieter area with a few rooms uh, down the side, and each of your keys leads to a different room. The rooms themselves are simple. Single bed, a desk, there's a bathroom attached to them. You could get fairly comfortable. The beds are all right. It's clean. It doesn't have any kind of, you know, musky, horrid smell. It's actually fairly nice. Um, you can hear just the, the, the low uh, murmur of what's going on in the tavern itself, but it's not, you know, um, the sort of thing that would deprive you of any kind of sleep. How are we... Uh, how, how are we separating here i do not uh, require a bed i am most comfortable uh in a 90 degree corner oh okay i was gonna go sleep in a bath so i slept on the floor probably more than i've slept in a bed in my life so i'm fine with the floor i mean we have is it two beds we've got or four beds two beds in total one in each room well, uh... i'll happily sleep on the floor I'm happy to pull out my blankets and go sleep in a bath, weirdly enough. Are you, though? You you paid the most for the rooms. You should have a bed. You covered the entirety of the rooms. What are you talking about? Yeah. I paid eight silver. That's all it cost. Oh, I thought it was two gold and eight silver. Never mind. I no. paid all of it then. <laughs> I, I'm, saying that, I'm saying that you can have a bed then. 
Who else would like the other bed? <laughs> As for Cal and Maisie, if I don't. I don't care. Your wife stepped on all sorts of uh, floors and hard beds, soft beds. I don't, I'll sleep anywhere I don't mind. Are we really going to argue on who doesn't get the bed? Okay. Then, Jay, you're having the other bed. Yeah, Jay, yeah, sure. I'd almost prefer the floor. Yeah, well, I've already decided, and this prevents us from arguing oh, about who goes in the go. bed. You're having the other bed. You can choose not to sleep right? in it, but it is, it is your bed. I already said I'd sleep on the floor. Yeah, you know what? It, I think it makes sense. Uh, um, uh, uh, Tina, you, since you paid for the room, you get to choose okay. who sleeps. Maybe where you sleep in. Is sleeping in yeah. in the bed of room know, A. Uh, Jay is sleeping on the bed of room B. I shall sleep in the corner of room A, uh, along with Neva and. Uh, Maisie and Cal will sleep on the floor of room B. Suits me. We can always switch, switch around as we see for longer than one night anyway. Okay. Wait, I paid a... Uh, wait, hang on. Are we staying here for one night or two? Two. <laughs> if, I, if I... We are doing two. two. Okay. So I still thought what's right. So you drop off what little stuff you probably have with you. Uh, leaving it to be later in the evening quite hungry at this point and there is this wonderful smell of food wafting up from the tavern below if you go down just skip over the uh the, the bits and bobs of it you can pay for a meal it's like it's about three copper per person it's yeah, it's all right we have some meat some potatoes some veg for each person or if you don't want the meat obviously there is a whatever alternative you'd like um but it's about Three copper per person. There's five of you. That's 15 copper. That's one silver and five copper. It's very cheap. And then the evening pushes along a little. Are you going to go out into the night or are you going to sleep the evening away? Asking questions or just going, I don't want to anymore. If we want to find someone doing shady shit, going out in the night's probably yeah, a way to do it. it. We could ask around, but this isn't the right the kind of shady place we need to be asking around it really i i have some concerns and some questions yeah um so you want to go and look for this sebastian person yes yep the reason being other than that your um intestines told you that you want to speak to him uh, why Why do you want to look for him? Because he's been he's, missing. He's a friend who's in trouble. Is he in trouble? He's yes. a friend who is doing stuff that is unusual for him. Which is just not, not being around. Yeah, completely disappearing, no contact. This is, this is a particularly needy friend, someone who is not prone to being independent. Yeah, not independent, really. I mean, they are, but they're not. Look, it's always been a case of if I need them, I can ring them up and he will be there. And that's not the case right now. Same for his sister. His, he would he doted on Lucy. He wouldn't just up and leave like that unless he was up to something. So he wouldn't leave unless he did. Yeah. 
Yes, you're, you're saying that he wouldn't do that unless he chose to do it. Therefore, he has chosen to do it. He wasn't dragged out of his house kicking and screaming. He has a weapon on him for his own protection and has been is gone for, for a his month. Own protection? No. Well, if it isn't and he's been gone for a month, whatever was going to happen has happened. Therefore, he has either killed someone, as you suspect, or has himself been killed. And if that is the case, I will be extremely angry because his life was not cheap to get back. You would have almost no way of, of knowing if, if he was dead. Why? We need to try and find Honestly, him. Look, we can at least ask. Worst case scenario, we end up bashing some heads in. That's a very bad scenario. What if we die? Meh. Didn't Lucy mm. specifically say it w it wasn't worth it looking for him, and he's he's probably fine. She's a paralegal. She's very intelligent. Like, obviously, I'm not aiming to die, but like, no one around here is going to take us out. We don't know that. Have you seen Maisie with the and then I I, I can and I, I, you yeah. do what you do. Kyle also has magic. What? What happens if, uh, forgive me, Maisie, what happens if um, us comes to the forefront while we're in this city? We'll then have to try and track Maisie down, which will be a struggle because we don't know our way around. Cal looks very tired from his ordeal earlier. That, that was only a, a few hours ago. I believe True, you do have he's exhausted. Three levels of exhaustion. <laughs> which should have been to effect, but I forgot about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, that should have been yes. affecting your uh, your yeah, things. Uh, but you are incorrect. I have four levels. Of um, so maybe uh, inquiries can be made through legitimate channels during the day tomorrow after a good night's rest. You well, might remember we... we we met a god today. We met two quasi deific entities. Uh, it could be argued that Maisie met three, if I am remembering correctly, with what you said happened, because you spoke to this Tyrus figure. Oh, yeah, but she's just kind of like along for the ride, so. Then let's fucking sleep and worry about it in the morning. If he's been missing for a month, it'll make everyone feel more comfortable. Or, Cal, sleep. Anyone else who doesn't want to go out, sleep. <laughs> I'm not about... sleepy anyway, so I'll leave. Let's say, you go about Cal, and he's like, with the table. <sighs> Just, he's, he's, I feel like he's more—he's more the interlocked fingers on his belly, yeah. head down a little, nod off. Mm. Like some of you look around, stay around, look after Cal, and I'm more than going to be leaving anyway, whether it's to look for someone or just to—I don't know—like being out at night. I don't know if splitting up is. The I'm best bored idea. as anything, so. I'm sorry, our company is so disappointing to you. It's not your company; it's the. I've done the meeting nothing. of the gods today thing? Uh, I mean, quite honestly, I don't remember much of that. But also, in a weird way, it's all getting... Yeah, it's all getting boring. Like, it just keeps happening. So, I'm almost excited to be in a different city just to see some different sites. And I don't know. I just feel weird not doing anything. Or if we were to do sightseeing stuff, it would when just I say feel sightseeing, weird. I mean, like, going over... 
to less than great alleys and seeing what's about, you know? Weren't you, what the person specifically saying about not getting into trouble? There's a difference between getting into trouble with the entire guard of Veluna uh, and getting into yeah. trouble with some random drunk guy down an alleyway. Yeah, one's like a fun pastime and the other is like a drunk guy. <laughs> Lasting. <laughs> what? One's a fun pastime, the other one's a drunk guy. <laughs> oh. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not looking for a fight. I'm just like, it's, I don't know. I just want to be not isn't, here. Isn't that exactly what you just said you were looking for? Yes, but you're making me feel like I should be saying I'm not looking for a fight, okay? <laughs> Besides, my other plan is to just ask anyone who's sleeping on the streets. They're the ones with all the information. I know. That's why I want you to have the bed. The floor is different to streets, but my point is that those are the people that will usually... I mean, you might have to give them something, or, I don't know, do something for them, but, like, they'll have information, probably. Light recon tonight? And then, uh, tomorrow night? Just leave Cal here. What's gonna happen? Well... I I will take Cal to his room and hang out with him. Until yeah, you just stay here. The rest of us, the rest of us can go out for a wander. Right. Everybody keep their stock stones on them. Well, <laughs> just do. in case. I don't think I have so, one. <laughs> Cal, you get slightly woken up. You probably do have. You'd have been given one. Uh, before you came over to, to here to stay in contact. But you get slightly woken up, Cal. You know, the sort of half asleep, like, okay, let's go, and sort of wander upstairs to the bedroom. You're, you're like, head outside. three inches deep into Tina, who's, like, carrying <laughs> you up. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to give you acid burns. Cal, as you sort of get up to, I don't remember if you're staying on a bed, whatever, wherever you're going to be sleeping. On the floor. You... Get a slight buzz from bed. your talkstone slash other, um, which appears to be a very brief document of some kind that has been sent to you, as was promised. It's a story. We got email attachments now? Uh, yeah, it's an attachment. <laughs> it's a story. It's from the uh, patriarch. It is. Would you like but me to send it and you can read it out yourself, or do you want me to read it to you? Uh, you can read to me, but I suspect that Cal would not be in a position to read it at the moment because he's too tired with four levels of exhaustion. Well, I mean, you can read it. Okay. It's just yeah. before you go to sleep. It reads as such. It was a normal evening, not unlike any other of the past week. My work at the household had taken me late into the night, after the child refused to lay down to rest, almost as if they knew something was wrong. I thought nothing of it back then. She was only two years of age at the time, but when I look back, it feels as though I was being given a sign. I remember the air was cold that night, perhaps colder than usual, and there was nobody around, leaving an eerie quiet falling over the dimly lit streets of Moonhaven. I was walking in the dark to my mother's, something I have been told so many times I should not do, but her illness requires medicine, and the only time I have to take it to her is once the suns have set. I did not walk my usual route that night. I cannot say why, other than a gut feeling that I must walk a different path to which I know so well. I am not an impulsive woman. I like to think I am sensible with my choices. So the only explanation for my impulsive behavior is the influence of the gods above. 
This alternate path left me filled with anxiety. Walking through unknown streets, I swear I could see figures following me in the shadows. So I hurried my pace, stepping uncomfortably fast over the uneven cobbles. Again, I cannot say why, but in an instant I stopped dead in my tracks. My heart was beating like hooves on stone, and my mind was screaming for me to keep moving, but my legs were frozen, like that of a fear response, a reaction separate to that of my mind's control. I looked to my right, and suddenly all of the fear melted away. I felt nothing but a wave of motherhood as I saw a child stood alone in an alley, tears fresh on their face. Their eyes were filled with the pain of loss. I moved over to them, and could not help but note the natural grey coloration of their skin. At first, I thought maybe they were ill, or frozen by the cold air, but as they looked up to me, their big grey eyes staring into mine, I realised this was the child of a changeling. I bent down, resting one knee on the cold stone of the alleyway, and reached a hand out to their cheek. As I wiped away a tear, their little fingers wrapped around my thumb, and in that moment I knew my only purpose in this world was to care for the child. But how? I am not a rich lady, nor do I have the space or ability to care for a child. The only other option I had was to try and convince the lady of the house I work for to take in such a child, perhaps to keep their only child company. The lady is not a kind soul, never has been, but what choice would I have? I walked back through the streets, holding the child, comforting them as they lay on my shoulder, held in my arms. A few minutes into the walk, they fell asleep. They must have been exhausted from whatever trauma they had encountered. The whole time I was walking, I was running over in my head the inevitable conversation to be had with the lady of the house, how to convince her this was the correct choice, what words to use, how to intonate my voice, but nothing could have prepared me for the conversation that actually happened. It was short and cold, as to be expected, but the lady was so receptive of the idea, almost as though the moment she saw the child, she had already decided to take it in. I was told to take the child upstairs and clean them off, give them clothes, and lay them down for the night. I stayed with the child for perhaps an hour before I had to leave. I still needed to give the medicine to my mother, after all. It was hard leaving the child, but I knew I'd be there to take care of it in the morning. It must have been well past midnight by the time I was ready to leave again, but as I was leaving the door, I was stopped by the master of the house. He offered to ride in a carriage with me, to ensure my safe passage to my mother's. I tried to refuse, saying it was unnecessary, but he was having none of it, saying my safety was of the utmost importance in that moment. I accepted his offer, and we travelled into the night in the most luxurious carriage of gold and silk. The master has always been such a kind man, never one to raise a voice or threaten the staff. He makes sure we are all well taken care of, no matter what. I know he will be an excellent father to the new child. He's always been one for prioritising family over work, unlike his wife. Eventually, we arrived at my mother's, and he bid me farewell, but not before giving me a few extra gold for taking care of that poor child. I once again tried to refuse such incredible generosity, but he insisted I must take it to help buy medicine for my mother. And as you get to the end, your head hits the, the pillow. Well, that's very, very... Story from 400 years ago, right? I mean, you're not there. You were not told 400 years ago. You were <laughs> told the pa the papers that it was on seemed to be hundred, like a hundred or two, a couple hundred years old or something like that, as if it were written uh, a long time ago, but it doesn't have a date associated with it. You also haven't heard it yet. Yes, that's true. I know, I know, but like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And when I, uh, when I uh, have my rest, how much exhaustion do I get back in a normal rest? You lose two levels of exhaustion. So you'll be moving to only minus two to modifiers. Marvelous. So, 
Is Tina doing anything of the evening once Cal is, has read a little story and then gone to sleep? Uh, Tina would be considering the story along with um, everything that they have been told to see if anything leaps out at them. And that's probably going to take a little while. <laughs> sure. Uh, you can do a... Uh... What would be best? You can just like a history roll if you, yeah, history roll if you would like to try and get garner some information from it. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Obviously, you don't know enough about everybody, but with what you've been told, your it, it seems to align too perfectly well with everything that's been happening around Maisie and the potential stories to do with Maisie. I mean, whether this is a true story, you do not know. Whether this is, um conveniently written lies who knows but it just feels like it's focused on this whole situation you know uh, especially with it being a little changeling child or supposedly um but that does completely confuse you that the information you were told previously is that this is a story that could be hundreds of years old that's been sort of passed by rumor been written down old pieces of paper so that doesn't particularly make sense do we have carbon dating <laughs> no I mean, not that any of not that any of you will, will know that Tina is thinking this, but Tina is thinking it is just a little bit convenient that the place that this has come from also happens to be Cal's home, also happens to be run by the leader of a sect of followers of Helm who recently told Cal, "Hey, it kind of doesn't matter if Helm exists or not. Uh, do do what you think." Which led to Cal accepting a role with the darkness and with Maisie, etc., etc. That all just seems a little bit convenient to Tina's brilliant investigative mind. Um, we'll see what other nuggets fall out fall out of Tina's brain. I think it just means that Neva is just obviously <laughs> a lot older than she looks. Neva, yeah, because. There was a two-year-old girl there when the uh, changing child was taken there, which presumably that was Neva. So that this was several hundred years ago. Neva obviously is several hundred years old. Just doesn't know it. I was two when adopted. Yeah, and the uh, other toddler was two as well. If that was several hundred years ago, you both that several hundred would... years old. Oh my God, you are twins. Neva would <laughs> have to have been three. Yeah, but say that would have made us the same age. So you're 203 then. Yeah, but that's that's the same age in terms of if we're working off of actual chronology and biology, which Maisie absolutely doesn't. She could have been a slow developing changeling and uh, just re thing? remained as a two-year-old for an extra year. Hmm. Alex, are you proud you, you've broken us and made us come up with all these crazy fucking theories i'm always proud of you guys <laughs> i don't think that's crazy i think that's I pretty think reasonable <laughs> no i think it's i think it's insane yeah, i think it's something far simpler like time travel <laughs> I, I will <laughs> i will say it doesn't say the age of the child it's just a toddler yeah so it's going to be within a year or two <clears throat> so if it's two it's definitely not 200 years it doesn't ago. say toddler i do not see toddler it says child multiple times it still doesn't help if it's 200 years. Anyway, out in the darkness of the Corsian streets. Uh, sorry, I will, uh, just before that, uh, I will, um, I'll write to Bob. 
just yes. just <laughs> see what see what's up. <laughs> Out of the darkness of the Corsian streets. Uh, yes, you you the two sisters and Jay wander out. Um, with no Jay has no particular plan though she is leading the party. She sort of walks out into the cold air and is like, right then. Okay. I still feel very tired. You're up in a room. Yeah, that's why you're sleeping. Yeah, you're not that's, with it. That's why you're I resting on the floor, Cal. <laughs> Just out <laughs> the window. <laughs> Just so you know. I'm, I'm right next to you, Cal. You don't need to shout. I reckon. I didn't want to say this in front of Tina and Cal, because let's be honest, they'll try and stop us. I reckon he's in the bricks. Yeah, probably. Same. So... So we just go there, right? It's quite far away, isn't yeah, it? But... I mean... Is it? Or what about the place that we passed through earlier, like, to get to this area? That was the bricks, wasn't it? I thought that was the edge. <laughs> I meant the edge. The bricks is in Valona. Ha <laughs> <laughs> The edge. Is it far away? I thought it was, like, just uh, a few streets over. No. The edge is the east of Rusenula. Um Where you are is the west of Rusenula. Well... We'll get more information by walking anyway. Sure. I mean, it would take, you'd take maybe a couple area. hours. Sure. You start walking into the night. Very cool air. Uh, breeze moving through. Um, you can see some clouds covering over the, the stars above, the rainbow belt above. Uh, potentially tempting some rain uh, at some point during the evening. And as you walk through, there's... Again, after about an hour, a, a bit of a shift or like a slow gradient going from this sort of more nice-ish mediocre area that you started in over towards less and less of a comfortable environment. More people wandering around, more people glancing at you as you walk past, people talking in hushed voices down alleyways, that kind of thing as you get closer and closer to the edge. Are you going to approach anyone as you go? or I'm following Jay's lead. Jay will keep walking for a while until you're right on the edge of the edge and sort of stops at eventually. It's like, right, I reckon just pick anybody and ask him a question. Preferably someone in an alleyway, possibly someone who looks like they own a shop or a tavern. Why don't we just go to a shop or a tavern? Well, sh not shop. Shop's probably Could closed. Tavern's probably open. Could do that. There's probably some drunks outside a tavern. Yeah. You wander around, and there's a few I'm taverns. I'm change my face, just to be sure. Sounds, sounds good. There's a few just, like, un, unnamed taverns. They are the kind of places that you're not really sure at first if they are taverns or not, but as you get closer, there's drunk people around. It looks extremely seedy. The kind of place that you would possibly go to, you know, get some services of uh, illegal, illegal kind assassinations or drugs or whatever. But as you approach over, as you say, there's a few people hanging around outside. Um, you'd really realistically be choosing between someone who's mostly almost unconscious, drunk, sort of uh, lying down close to the front as if they started to leave and didn't quite make it. Or some people who are smoking outside, talking to each other, but they're looking a little thuggish. I mean, the drunk people aren't going to... I was going to say the one smoking seemed to be with it. Yeah. That no. could also be the problem, though. <laughs> um, I, Before we go over there, I'm going to um, make a 
telepathic link sure. between the three of us. Wonderful. Yeah. So all three of you connect via the mind with a little extra passenger in there as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> guys, just in case we have to bail and get split up. Yeah. The extra this. passenger, of course, being Neva's stomach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is just repeating bash, 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 bash. <laughs> you walk over to these, uh, these pair here. One seems to be partially orc, maybe like a quarter, maybe less. There's just sort of distinct features coming out, maybe a more protruding jaw, ever so slight, like one little bit of a tusk, but a lot of it's kind of humanoid, still very big and bulky and muscular. The other one is a slightly smaller uh, human-looking uh, man standing in there chatting and having a little smoke. And as you walk over, they don't clock you immediately, as though they don't particularly care about most walking by, but as you potentially make it kind of obvious that you're there, looking at them. Uh, the big one looks down and is like, what? You know where we can get a job around here, making some money? Plenty of places. Depends what you want to do. What are my options? What are your options? What are you good at? I can fight, if needed. Yeah, we can all fight around here. You fucking with me or something. No, do I look like I'm fucking with you? Do I look like I'm employing someone? No, but it looks like you've probably been employed by someone around here. Maybe. Maybe got paid well? Depends who's asking. I'm new to the area, so... Yeah, I can tell that. Yeah. There's like a little giggle from the other... Uh, uh -huh. Oh, sorry, a hearty chuckle from, from the other... A hearty... <laughs> <laughs> mean girls type of giggle <laughs> no, there's, there's just this like <laughs> kind of coming from the other one it's like what, what are you good at fighting want to kill people want to catch people want to sell stuff catching selling finding things if need be uh, the big one looks over to the the humanoid uh, the human he goes I know about this you getting you're getting guard vibes from this one. It was like, yeah, I don't know. What says you ain't a guard? Seeming awful suspicious around here. You know, if you're a guard, you legally have to tell us. <laughs> so I, don't, I, don't say, I don't think that's true. No, it's true. I saw it in a book. <laughs> no, it's definitely true. I saw it. It was posted outside the city when I was walking in. But, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm no guard. You can probably see that. Just looking, just looking in a place I know to find some work. Give me looking a Jay. Just looking to Jay, like help. Jay's just like smirking at you, <laughs> just enjoying oh. this entire. <laughs> Neva's probably like stood behind, but trying to like keep herself to herself because Twelve. she really doesn't look like the type to be doing stuff. I just imagine I shape change myself to look like somebody that could belong in the area. Just in front of them? Are you changing? Or no, you, no, no, no. But saying? when, okay, when yeah. we were walking into the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm the only one of us that doesn't look like a uni student if I can shape change. I put on my uh, charity shop cloak. Um, of the two of them, the, the, the smaller human just looks over and is like, no, I don't trust this. I'm going back inside and fucks off. But the the big one sticks around and is like, all right, let's say you're actually useful to me. Or anyone around here? Let's say that. What do you want? To get paid. Yeah. Or you want me to just give you someone to kill? Something to do? 
You're bored? Uh, if there's a connection, like if there's an organization that I can go to to get these jobs, continue going back to. Organization? What are you asking for? Fucking business. If you're for hire, you find people who are hiring. Alright. Is there a place where people who are hiring will gather? I mean, sometimes. Not the kind of place the newbies go to, though. Alright, so we do one thing for you. Uh, will you tell us where that is if we help you out? Well, if it's going to be putting my name on the line, I might want to trust you. Depends how far you're willing to go. How far do you need us to go? Hmm. How good are you at sneaking in places? I'd consider that a specialty. I like it. A few streets over, there's a big house. Well, bigger than the rest. Let's say someone lives there who likes to show off what they've got. I think I like to see what they've got. Up close. Fair, fair. Real piece of shit type. Got it. Yeah. Bring me some... I don't know. Something that's worth something. I got you. He just looks at you for an extra second. And then just walks off back into the tavern. Yeah. And then Jay's just like... Excellently done. Oh, like you could tell. Absolutely natural. Oof. Beautifully done. Just turn around with this, I don't know, probably like a human guy shape change with just like a buzz cut. Just turn around and make this kind of... <laughs> Do you even know what you signed up for? No, no. It no, you were like robbing someone's from... house. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that sounds fine. That's fine. I was kind of worried he was going to have us kill someone. But... Yeah, but you're right with that? Your sister I mean... just said they're going to steal from someone. You don't even know who this person is. They could be like a proper saint. It's not the first time she's done it. Might be the last time she's done it. All right. What do you want me to do about it? I'm not a keeper. I don't want you to do anything about it. I just thought you'd have more opinions. You've changed. The university does that to you. Yeah, I'm sure it's the university. You've been there like it. five months. <laughs> yeah. It's half a year. Take the dragon <laughs> through Yeah, university does that to you. <laughs> <laughs> You wander a couple <laughs> streets over, and as you look around, it becomes pretty obvious which house is the one that's being spoken about. It's slightly more lavish. It's still tucked in with the rest. It's a bit more lavish, more colors. There's a bit more, you know, like in the window, you can see a few more ornaments and things that are looking kind of uh, new and more expensive. Um, in terms of accesses, there's no alleyways to the side. It's a three-story building, and there is a front door, windows at the front, and the back you can tell it's just attached to another row of houses. They're very insulated houses in terms of like windows. It's very compact around here. Like there's only windows on the front. Only on the front. Because mm -hmm. the sides okay. and back of other buildings. Possibly there's a, a roof, um, roof window, but obviously you can't see from here. That's the only other space that can have one. All right. So is it just me doing this? Are you guys coming in or... I mean, I'm happy to stay out and keep a lookout. The more people go in, the more people get caught. Fair, fair, very fair. 
All right. Can we? Can you guys at least help me find a place to get in? Access point. Window. That okay? But what are you saying? There's like six windows and a door. I'm so glad I'm asleep at the moment. <laughs> me too. Although I'm just kind of sat watching you sleep, thinking. <laughs> and writing just watching him. This, this is when I'm writing the intro. That's when this mm -hmm. is happening. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's like six windows and a door. <laughs> what do you want from me? We got access. All right. Um, are the lights on? You can see one singular light on. Top floor. Uh, a little bit of light coming out. It's a dim light, so you can expect it to be some kind of tableside lamp. Sorry, bedside lamp. Somebody's reading in their room. Got it. Um, all right. Uh, you said there's a fence? No fence. Oh, no fence. It's just, right. it's just the road, a little bit of pavement, and then front door. All right. I'll go right up to the the like the outside wall of the building and mm -hmm. psionic sense to see how many people are within 30 feet of me. Sure. Within 30 feet, uh, one. Well, actually, no, because 30 feet obviously goes sideways as well. You detect like four, five. You can't tell where they are, though, can you? Uh, not unless I focus it. No. Um, but this is a house nestled within other houses, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's. Got it. Anybody on the road? My lookouts, are they looking out? Yeah. Jay seems to be enjoying herself far too much. Uh, I don't cool, know what he was doing, but they're looking around. No one seems to be wandering around at this point. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just examine the window to start. Yeah. There's one window on the ground floor. Uh, it's a fairly large window. Uh, Make sure there's no kind of security system sure. going on. Um, that is not a whole lot. 13. As far as you are aware in this situation... There's nothing other than a simple lock on the inside. And it's just like a like a catch lock. It's not like a, a full lock with a key. Um, from the outside, it is not an accessible lock unless you, of course, broke a, a pane of glass. Um, but you can't see anything else, any sigils, runes, anything that would imply uh, magical locks. Um, but also you, haven't, you can't see any uh, magical locks like what Tina does. Hmm. Okay, how about the door? Are you investigating again? Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Including the door handle, just to make sure. <laughs> uh, that one's a 15. It's electrified. Uh, door is a fairly simple door. Wooden in construction, sort of arched doorway. Uh, there is a pane of glass in the, win uh, in the door that allows you to look through into a hallway. It's very dark in there, though, so you can't see a lot past what's coming in from the streetlights. Unless glasses. Can you put your glasses down? There's not a lot in there anyway. It's just a corridor with a door at the end and a door to the left and then some stairs. Mm -hmm. The door itself is fairly simple in construction. Uh, there is obviously a lock. There is obviously a handle, um, a door knocker and a post box. And again, there doesn't seem to be anything unusual about the situation. Cool. Can I try to pick the lock then? You can indeed. 17. Seventeen's fine. It's a little more difficult than you maybe were initially expecting. But as you work through it, you eventually get past a couple uh, false 
catches or whatever the hell they're called in locking, there is a proper term for it. And you unlock the door. Um, before I open it, I'm going to hold the knocker. And as I open it, just to make sure it doesn't... Give me a stealth. Okay. Um, I am going to use my psionic talent. Well, mm -hmm. no, I, it's only when I fail. Um, so that is a 14. 14. You wander inside, and immediately your first reaction is it's very warm in here. Somebody has some heating cranked as if they are... Heating? You know, exactly. Like, there's fires have been on in here, various sort of uh, candles and such, just making it quite a nice warm area, which is not common, for, especially in the kind of area that you're in. You're used to a warm house and a warm university apartment and stuff, but you wouldn't expect it around here. And then as you step in and close the door, it's very quiet. There's the ticking of a clock coming vaguely from down the hallway. And other than that, not really any noise. Okay. Then can I begin to look around for a nice item? Sure. Give me an investigation for this floor. What do you classify as a nice item? Or um, make a perception, actually, because you're not investigating so much. Yeah, I was going to say if I should... But, um... It's a 14. I am looking for something specifically superfluous. Something that's not necessarily utility in any way, but it's just like a, why, why would you need this kind of thing? The door to the left is open, and inside is a lounging area. Quite a large, long lounging area. Big uh, fireplace, there's, you know, all sorts of... Uh, uh, books in a couple of bookshelves, some very lovely seats and chairs, a coffee table and such. You can see there's a couple of old mugs around as well from some people possibly having had a an evening uh, drink of some kind. There's nothing in here that really matches what you're looking for. There's items which you could uh, probably... They're not cheap, like little uh, statuettes and things or yeah. the kind of uh, bits of art that are kind of just stuff art. You know, like it's just things that aren't really anything. You can do better. Exactly, but it's nothing that you would look at and be like, oh, that's a thing. Um, the only other option down here is another door, but it is shut. doesn't appear to have a, a, a lock hole or anything. But Are there things like uh, trophies for sort of, thank you, Grandma, for donating <laughs> your kidney. I would have died without you. You are the best person in the world, that kind of thing. Listen, these people are, oh, God, what's the damn term? Um... When rich people move into a poor area and fuck up all the housing prices. He's talking about doing gentrifying. Yes. They, these and people are gentrifying hardcore. So I don't feel bad. For your initial uh, uh, description, I thought you meant landlords. Um, <laughs> they probably are landlords. They probably own a few buildings <laughs> on this block. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go over to that door and just very slowly... See if, sure. see if it creaks first. You, as you open it, it seems to be well-oiled and uh, well-maintained, so it does not creak as you go through. And you open up into a very large kitchen, very sort of old-style kitchen. You know when someone... Yeah, someone rich oh, takes takes the I'm poor aesthetic, but still makes it rich. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's still an island, like a like yeah. a full island with a granite countertop in there for some reason. Yeah, but there's like you know stone floor and and a big sort of like yeah. uh, furnace esque uh, cooker yeah. and such. Um, All right, it's, I'm a, it's a, big a wine fridge. There doesn't appear to be uh, a wine fridge, but there is a trapdoor. As in, like just like a hatch on the floor. It is paddled. those. Those things are noisy, but we'll have stuff in them. <laughs> that is true. I'll, 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 I'll tap the brain link. Trapdoor to the cellar. Yeah or nay? Yeah. What, what are you looking for? Imagine they may have a nice bottle of wine in there. You already think our big orc friend's looking for a bottle of wine? It, it was going to be like a bonus. As in like brownie points bonus. A new addition to whatever nice thing I find. I'm not convinced they'll have any idea if a bottle of wine is expensive. If I know these kinds of people, and they tend to, I wouldn't have any fucking clue. It's a Fair, bottle of wine. That, that would probably be a dead giveaway. Got it. I'm going upstairs. Sure. You ignore that, go back through. Uh, do you shut the door behind you? Uh, yeah. Shut the door behind you and start heading upstairs. Give me another stealth for the second floor. Or, uh, yeah, first floor for us, second floor for you. Um, that is much, much better. 24? Sure. You wander up the stairs, avoiding all the, the creaks and loose floorboards, and go up to... Uh, there's four doors on this floor. There's like a hallway and then uh, the stairs sort of continue up above the set of stairs you already went up. Um, three of the doors are open uh, and you can see there is a sort of a, a second lounge kind of thing uh, set up in one of them. You can see a smaller kind of study-esque place, but it's more of like a craft room study. So there's desks and things with um, you know, craft knives and things like that. There is a bathroom and then there is a shut door. Uh, I'll take a peek in the lounge. Sure. It's very similar to the one below. The difference is the sort of setup of what this room seems to be for. This is more of a two people sitting in front of a fire drinking whiskey rather than a lot of people sat around a table having coffee. Um, may I percept for something extra no, superfluous? It sounds like the rich people room where they would have something nice to look at. Um, that is a 16. 16. Nothing much around the room other than two crossed swords above this second fireplace. They look very fancy. You are not one for recognizing whether or not it is fancy, whether they're real jewels or any of that, but they have very what seems to be jewel-encrusted golden handles with a very fine blade as they uh, cross above the fireplace uh, with like a boar's head or something, you know, sort of above them. I would love to try to take those. Sure. And just they... as I'm doing it, checking with Jay, very fancy-looking swords. Oh, Look gold. Maybe. They might Jules. be fake. They might be, but if these guys just want something that looks nice... True. All right. They seem to be affixed to the wall with various sort of nails and clasps and things. Nothing that's like really secured it to the wall, but you'd have to be careful getting it down. It could get a little noisy if you, you know, knock one off whilst getting the other and any of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a slight like of a hand. Slight... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being what the DM. Like I'm the DM. <laughs> um, that is it's seven plus uh, 13. 
Is that a fail? And can I use my psionic talent if so? Sure, it would be a fail, yes. Okay. Ba, ba, ba. Add a nice two to that for a 15. You start to get one of these blades and you see almost in slow motion as you're grabbing one, it's caught the other and it starts to fall as it sort of hinge downwards as though it's going to hit the ground and hit the ground with a loud clatter. But as you do so, you feel this surge of your power within you and just sort of catch the other one. It cuts your hand ever so slightly. You can explain that for your little blood sacrifice as you grab it. It's a little sore, but you grab it and you're sort of now holding one and the other at the same time. I think it was us doing a reflexive thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you're now in a position of holding both up at the same time. So you sort of gently try to come down, holding one by the blade, which appears to be fairly sharp as though it was a is a usable sword, and eventually rest them down on the ground. Okay. Two swords. Alright. Um can I quickly investigate them to see if they are more quality? You can give a a brief investigation of them. You are not an expert in any of these things, but you can have a look in a bit more detail. No, but I, I've my family has stuff that's actually nice, so maybe, maybe. You can roll the investigation. <laughs> uh, seven. A seven. You don't know. Uh, no. I mean, it could it could be, but you look at these jewels, and they are twinkly and sparkly, but they could be glass, colored glass. They could be real jewels. There's a lot of them. If they are real, they're worth a lot. Which almost is like, does that mean that it's fake? Like, it's too much? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Alright. Okay. Is there anything else in this room that's even kind of nice? Not in this room, no. Damn it. Okay. Um. I'll take these. Okay. I don't really have a nice place to put them, do I? No, you could loop them through a belt. So just put them sideways, kind of like semi-sheathed. Alright, uh, I'm just going to take a peek in the other rooms to see if there's anything nice before heading out. In the craft room, nothing that would peek how you're looking at it in the bathroom. It's just a bathroom. There's one shut door. Um, can I listen at that door? You can give me a perception. Is Neva doing anything in this meantime, by the way? Just kind of stood outside, watching the world go by. <laughs> Fair enough. Fourteen. Kind of just keeping an eye out for people. With a fourteen, you you hear nothing. Okay. I'll slowly. You slowly open the door again. It doesn't creak or any of the kind. And as you step in, uh, it's quite dark in here. At the back of the house, as I said before, there's no windows, so you'd need obviously some candlelight or some other sort of lights. You've got your dark vision. I'm just saying it is quite dark in here. You can tell that this is definitely a special room to the person uh, in question, as there are all sorts of prize and very special looking guns. Rifles, pistols, shotguns all around some of which are in cabinets some are on like displays some you know they, they, a lot of them have like gold and such on them or golden colored metals on them uh the one that is most sort of um accessible 
the best display best best displayed is under a glass case on like a, a red pillow and it's a a uh, an old style pistol so obviously these days the pistol is a bit more modern it's more like the first pistols you found in c2 those sort of um old-fashioned uh, flintlock kind of pistols that's sitting there with golden pieces and in, an engraving that's written in a language that you don't recognize god damn okay um i'm gonna very gently set the swords down sure and I'm going to go over and examine that pillar with the pillow on it. Because if anything in this house is going to be alarmed, it's going to be this thing. Sure, give me an investigation. You can do uh, Arcana if you want. Hell no. <laughs> Who do you think I am? Arcana would be the arcane stuff. I know. Um, that is 15. Seems to just be a display cabinet. Glass all the way around... You know, the pillow is secured. Um, it doesn't seem to be, like, locked or anything, as though you probably could just lift off the glass. That's so sus, dude. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try Arcana as well. Sure. Oh, I just threw it. That's a 13. Is it a fail? Your Arcana gives you nothing. It doesn't give you anything. So it's an album, really, because if I give you fail... That tells you. That Is there more to discover about <laughs> it? Uh, you have not discovered everything, though. Okay, then I am going to roll the psionic talent. Oh, thank God for a four, which will put it at 13 plus four is 17. a number. 17, thank you. God, that, that TikTok where you know how to do math <laughs> until you roll die is so real. <laughs> With a 17... You again do not detect anything magical on there. It seems, at your best guess, to just be a glass case with a pillow on a little column with a gun in it. I check with the team. Hey, there's a really sus, really nice gun in here. Just kind of, it seems like easy bait. Why would there be bait in somebody's home? Do you feel comfortable taking it? it? Comfortable in what way? And then you think you can get away with it? And you want to take it? Oh, I want to take it. Okay, do and you think you can get away with it? Yeah, probably. Do it. Jay's got a point. Why would there be bait in the house? It's not like it was set up to be stolen from or anything. Got it, okay. It's just glass. I've just got a... You, you lift off the glass, it comes away fairly easily. Okay. Can I percept real quick? <laughs> I just, I, what are you trying to perceive? To see if there's any steps coming from sure. outside the room. The eye, the white of the eye was just over the number to where it fucked it up a little bit. It's an 18. 18. You do not hear steps, but as you lift up and listen, you do hear a very faint... Oh, fuck. The next thing you hear... Yeah, 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 uh... Is... Wait. As uh -huh. the pistol is, is, is cocked behind you, and a voice uh -huh. says... I wouldn't. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I put the glass down. <laughs> and in my head say, uh, red alert. It was a trap. 
What do you want us to do? <laughs> I don't know anything! Obviously, try and help somehow. Create a distraction out here. We'll get to your distraction in a second, then. Maisie, you hear next, of course, the voice say, turn around. Um, just before I turn around, I'm going to change my face sure. um, to a very dark skin tone to where it will be very hard to see in the uh, darkness. So, you have been, it's been vaguely hinted that the way that your changeling visage changes is kind of under your control. It's been doing this fire thing. That seems to just sort of be inherently happening. But you've seen the person who came to tell you about uh, Captain Dell's death do, do transform with a different effect to previous. If you want to, you can try to do something different. You'd be aware that a flaming would kind of be a little bit more obvious. Yeah, I'll try to do something different. So give me a wisdom saving throw. 17. Fine. You get a strange amount of clarity. And I will allow you for at least this one to do any kind of subtle effect. For the sake of a story, it's a subtle effect. But if you want to describe a subtle effect, it's up to you. I think it's just like a... Like, I'm, I'm still that human-faced, just like thug-looking guy. But um, it's just like a, like a color shift. It's very subtle. Sure. So... Yeah, it just literally just uh, adjusts as you're there. Yeah. And you turn around and see standing behind you, dressed in an open dressing gown and just underwear, an old man. He's got this sort of big uh, gray mustache. Um, it's not like a big sort of, you know, uh, colonel's mustache type of thing. It's just sort of a big raggedy mustache, a little bit of scratchy uh, morning shadow around the rest of the face. You see this long sort of let down, maybe down to the shoulder, raggedy hair that's sort of thinning at the top big bushy eyebrows, wrinkly skin, who's sort of looking at you, holding a pistol pointed directly at you. Not in a big sort of hero stance, it's just at the hip, pointed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is like... Probably not a good idea. Probably not a good, good idea to live in this part of town. Hmm. Gives me some fun. Is the gun he's holding nice? Yeah, it's fairly nice. It's a more modern gun. One that mm. probably actually works. Mm, damn. So, where do we go from here? Well, you're holding the gun. Hmm. You been sent by someone? I don't know. What do you think? Just gives you a look up and down. I don't think you're smart enough to know this. This is a good house to hit. Well, that's kind of rude, don't you think? And it's pretty obvious. Hmm. Give me a name. Whose? Whoever sent you. Hmm. Didn't get it. Maybe Jimmy? He looked like a Jimmy. Give me a description. Hmm. Little guy. Little guy. That's about all. It's dark, you know? Give me deception. Okay. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> <laughs> he just stares at you, this cold stare. You can tell he knows you're lying. So so the glass that I sat down, did I just set it down back on top of the thing? Is that was that your understanding? That's how I thought you'd done it, yes. Okay. Alright. 
You hear a voice in the back of the head that's just like, Good Good one. One. Let, Let me. Let me do it. No, no, it's not, that's, it's not that kind of thing. Five seconds. Give me a name or a description. Four. Can I try to trip him? He's standing fairly far away. I'd say he's about 10 feet from you. Perfect chain blade distance, bud. Sure. <laughs> you can try. Oh, I will. Oh, I needed that. That's a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Very nice. He's, in his, roll... he's in his skivvies. So can he... you roll alongside <laughs> that? An initiative roll. Oh, hell yeah, I can. See who reacts first. Uh, that one is a 19. Sure. You shoot out this chain, wrap it around an ankle, at which point he gets a little off balance and reacts too late. The gun goes off, boom, into the wall. Now, whilst this was happening, it wasn't even in the chain. <laughs> what was their plan? This is well, going well. I have a feeling like the girl would be stood outside, probably arguing about how they would do it. <laughs> Jay's just like, listen, I say, bash down the door, in we go. I say, just knock the door and run. If, if, if she's in trouble, knocking the door is not going to do anything. Find then throw a stone through the window. If you can find me a stone, I'll throw it through the window. Can I investigate for a stone around, please? <laughs> you can percept for a stone, yes. Percept, then. This is a hot mess. Uh, 18. You do find a stone. It's not a particularly big stone, but it's like a pebble that seems to have come loose from the from the road. There you it's go. It's about the size of an apple. <laughs> Alright, she's gonna lob it. Yeah. She lob it very accurately. I'll say with almost perfect timing, uh easy. You yank, this gun goes off. Outside, you hear the gun go off just as the rock is flying through the air, and then the window smashes with just this really loud and uh, and uh, noticeable noise, which gives you an extra second. Window in the room that I'm in? There's no window in the room you're in. It's window Damn. into like the front room. But it does mean he, as he's falling, seems to look sideways. Gun's gone off once, he's looked sideways. I'll give you an opportunity to do like one more thing. Can I... How heavy is the glass on top of the nice gun? It's not particularly heavy. I, it's fairly thin glass, and you were able to lift it with no worries. I don't know in terms of, like, pounds, but just, like... Light enough to smash with my elbow and take it and run? Light enough that you could imagine a world where you do smash it. Okay. I'll but do that. Not, not one that means it's just a free action. You're going to have to roll to see if you do. Yeah. So, uh, just roll a, a, an unarmed attack. Oh. Okay. Uh, 12. 12's fine. It's inanimate. Give me a... Uh, 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 I was going to say, you just, it would just be one damage, wouldn't it? For a... No, I've got a tavern brawler. Cool. Then roll. Uh, so, this is a D4. so that's four damage. <laughs> damage, perfect. Your elbow goes straight through it. You pick up the gun. Now there's a person in front of you. We're going to do initiative that I'll give you priority of uh, over 
um, the guy because he was distracted. You've done a good situation here. It is going to be kind of a loose initiative. You guys outside will just come after um, the, the the man with the gun just because it's easier that way. Um, you have the gun in your hand. He is 10 feet in front of you in the doorway. Outside of the doorway is a hallway. At the end of the hallway is a uh, window. You don't know if that's the window that was smashed. You're hoping that you, you'll see uh, when you come out, mm-hmm. I would assume. Um, I'm going to say in my head, scatter, don't let him see your faces. And uh, yeah, I'm looking for the window that's smashed. So you're going to try and bash past him, run past him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he said, bash just like past a... him. It's a clue. Everyone write that down. <laughs> 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 this man is bash. Uh, are you going to try and bring your way through or like try and go around him? Because it's athletics and dive. acrobatics. Dip and dive. It's an acrobatics. Oh, yeah. I got one yeah. more acrobatic than athletic now. <laughs> um, That is. Oh, God, I'm mathing again. It's a seven plus six. 13. Thank you. You run to him. He obviously tries to regain balance and wants to try and grab you, but misses as you charge past um, because he effectively had disadvantage. And you get into the hallway. You see down the end of the hallway, there is a smashed window. It's not particularly well smashed. Only a rock went through it, but you it's could... Enough. You could die through it. You would also be... You're not dumb. You'd be very aware. Oh, I know. It's, about, it's like... 10 to 12 feet down, and there's also shards mm-hmm. of glass that you'd be charging through. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Um, I've, listen, I've done worse in literally unconsciously. So. I'm going to say his turn. I'll say you can go a little bit down the hallway past him out of his range, but he will, on his turn, run up to you and try and grab. He's going to try and grapple you from behind. Sure. Try um, it, bud. It's not going to succeed. Uh, that's a uh, that's an eight. Acrobatics, yeah. athletics. Oh yes. Yeah. You <laughs> didn't tell me to roll. I was like, I mean, is this against my last one? I don't. I don't. Um, that's that's definitely more. That's a uh, eleven. Cool. You managed to just keep sprinting outside. You hear a gunshot after the window smashed, and you hear like a bit of a kerfuffle coming from inside. And in your heads, you hear scatter. Jay immediately just sprints. <laughs> Doesn't even like pay attention to you, Neva. Just runs. You get the feeling this is just like an inherent feeling that from uh, from from the old days, as it would be. <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> Neva. She's gonna be hesitant at first, and she's like, "Um, and I'm about whether to follow Jay or to go the complete opposite way." I think she'll go the opposite way. Cool. You just sprint in their mind link. Yeah. <laughs> the two of you just <laughs> off in different directions. That's why we got the mind link, baby. Maisie, give me a acrobatics and then describe how it goes. Oh, hell yeah. Dirty 20, baby. Uh, I will say for you, going through the window is going to give you three damage as it cuts you. Falling cool. 10 feet is going to be. Six damage. Damn, okay. So that's nine in total from the cuts and impact to the ground. But with a 20, you can... It's like it's still fairly smooth. 
Um, I'll keep running, and when I'm out of sight, I will shift again and pull the cloak out of my, my pack. So you sprint forwards, dive through the window, it just shatters, you run over the glass which cracks underneath you initially, that's where the stone is, run through and just dive, hit the ground a little awkwardly, but it's actually fairly smooth as you do a little bit of a roll with your acrobatics, like jar your shoulder on the cobbles as you go past, and then just sprint and shift. And then uh, if you look back, you can just see standing in the window the silhouette of this man in his, you know, his dressing gown kind of blowing with the breeze that's now coming in through the window. Just staring out into the night. Did you go left or right? Sprint and shift. Um, I went right. You're right. You'd be facing after Neva then, because I imagined that uh, Jay went left. Cool. Eventually, after a little while, uh, I imagine Neva would have stopped. You catch up to Neva. Jay's off somewhere. Well, mental link. Just say, hey, meet up here. Sure, but she's now got to go the longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You catch up to Neva first. Oh boy. Did, did it work? I pull out the gun. Mm-hmm. Hey, I never... knew you could do it. I'm glad you had faith in me. I really thought I was going to jump out the window and you were just going to be waiting in the yard for me. I would have been pissed. Well, depending on how soon after you, I left you jumped out because I really struggled. I didn't know if to follow Jay or to go the opposite way or just to stay here. Fair, 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 fair. I, I don't do this sort of stuff. It was fun, though. I'm glad you had fun waiting in the street. <laughs> you hear the pitter-patter of paws on the ground as uh, wandering up to you as a very large dog-esque creature. It's a jackal. Jay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say I was with Jay. Hey, Jay. Just sort of sits, staying in, in, in jackal form, just sits down and stares up at you. That's fair, and just pulling a few shards of glass Can out of my arms. Can we still talk in mind link? Yeah. If yeah. she's so the, in, Her if she's intelligence in and stuff stays the same, she just can't yeah. like verbally talk. Cool. I got this antique gun. That should nice. do. Yeah. If, if it's worth anything. I, well. I sure hope it is. That would suck if it wasn't. It was... Definitely magically alarmed because I didn't see shit. Um, and also, he teleported. He teleported. Yeah. Cool. I suggest we get into this really quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm gonna shift yet again just to something else. Yeah, I'm gonna like go. I'll meet you back okay. at the tavern. I think it's a bad idea for us all to be in the same place. All right, that's fair. Uh, Neva, you should probably also. Are you going to be okay? Uh, probably. How long did this work for and how far away? How long has it been, Alex? 15 minutes. It's not that long. Okay. Um, it lasts for two out, two and a half hours-ish more. And wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, the same number of hours and the same number of miles that I rolled. So three miles and uh, three hours total. How far away is our tavern from? Probably about six miles. God dang it. Ring us on the stones if you get into trouble. I'll try. 
Even if it's just a quick foot dial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if something goes wrong, it'll probably happen before you're even out of that range, so. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, Jay, we should stay within range. Okay. If we're three miles away, I think that's fine. <laughs> okay. See you guys soon. Right. With information, hopefully. Jay just plods off. And then as you, Neva, you're walking with, it kind of looks like you're walking a big dog. And like a few minutes yeah. later, she just like pees in an alleyway corner. Just <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I, I, I tap her on the head and give her a scratch behind her ear. She like growls at you when you pat her on the head. <laughs> I, I stick my tongue out. Neva, you go back to the, to the tavern. Yeah, it's just back into the same guy I was. They're not outside anymore. Yeah, I'm going in. You go inside. It is seedy as hell. Um, there's a little bit of like some music playing. The person playing uh, the the sort of piano seems a little stressed, uh, and there's a lot of very sketchy looking people hanging around. And it's a little bit more raucous. You can see your big brutish, little bit part orc. Uh, sitting at a table with about four or five other people all drinking away big steins of ale or whatever it is uh laughing away um various amounts of coin on the table they've all got some cards you assume there's some kind of game going on all right what kind of guy is he i'll just walk up to him and say i got it you walk over the table and there's not much attention being given to you. Do you like present confidently like, here you are, I got it. Or you're just like, hello, I got it. Um, if, I'm, if I'm within an eye range slam of it down on the table. No, I don't want to make a scene of it just in case. Um, I'll lift it from under my cloak just in a way to adjust somebody in eye line. Can see. Mm -hmm. You see he's not paying attention initially because it's just a crowd of people eventually looks up catches your eye and has this really sort of like the fuck look because you're just presenting a gun <laughs> and after, if you don't react immediately he just like waves a, his big meaty hand to like come sure. over here yeah <laughs> I'll go over to him you wander over and he's got this very relaxed position you know short, uh, elbow over the, the back of the chair and all the people uh, surrounding sort of look over and there's a little bit of like a a murmur between them of like, who the fuck is this? And one of them being like, oh, all right, what we got here? And uh, your big orcish friend looks over and is like, all right. All right. Show me. We'll put it on the table. Put it down on the table and everyone looks at it. It's just like, oh, it's like. Seemed to be this guy's prized possession. I'm impressed. Quite honestly, I thought you'd be dead by now. Yeah. Wasn't that much of a problem. Hmm. I'm sure. And the gunshot we heard was nothing right you missed <laughs> there's like there is like a, an appreciative laugh around the table as he's like all right leans over or, or one of them just sort of like grabs the gun they start taking a look at it sort of you know at all the different parts um seemingly whoever it ends up with has a bit more knowledge of these kinds of things the big one looks over and is like all right i suppose you want to look for what would you call it the underworld Something like that, if it exists. It's fairly easy. If you go up to the to the barkeep, ask for the Golden Panther. Alright. And uh be careful. There's like a another like smirk and a couple laughs from the table. Appreciate it. 
Good doing business with you. Uh, now do I do this now? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go up and do it now. Sure. You go over to the to the barkeep, who is uh, a halfling, obviously still on some kind of a stool to look up, with this like horrid gash down the face, which is like met half of one of the eyes is kind of drooping. It's obviously an old scar, but it's like uh, half of one of the eyes is drooping, the nose is off, the mouth is almost misaligned with itself. The jaw seems like it was broken and never set properly. Who looks at you like, fuck you one. Golden Panther. Yeah? What for? Looking for some work. Hmm. Hops down from the stall walks away around the back. And there's a good, like, five minutes or so where nothing seems to be happening. And then you see, peeking around the side of the, the bar, this uh, this halfling wanders around. You can tell at this point, one of the legs is fake. Just limps over. It's just like, right, this way. And wanders off around the back again. Leads you around the back through a kitchen. There's a couple of uh, chefs doing, like, it's very fairly unhygienic conditions. You know, one of them's just, like, wiping their face, wiping the nose, and then continuing to work on the food and whatever's back here. Leads you through, eventually, to a door. Unlocks it. There's, like, three different locks. Opens up the door, and it's just stone steps into the darkness. I'll nod them appreciatively and... Go on down, I guess. When you look over to nod, there's a little <laughs> hand out. I'll, I'll tip him a gold. Okay. Takes it, nods, and walks off. I think all of my gold that I've spent so far in this campaign has been for stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you walk right. down. It starts quiet with the only thing you can hear, the echo of your... Uh, feet against the stone steps that you walk down and it's a surprisingly long time before you can hear anything else and it is very dark if you didn't have your dark vision it would be probably quite terrifying as you're going down what are kind of spiraling steps uh, they're not like a perfect square of a spiral it's a little janky but eventually you can hear more and more noise like a lot of activity and not just like a tavern's worth of activity like a city's worth of activity there's just a constant drone of noise. You eventually walk down into what can only be described as a vertical city. There's houses along the sides which are all sort of like scrappy and uh, held up by bits of wood that feel as though they shouldn't be able to hold themselves up. These multiple layers all the way down, multiple streets, these rope bridges going across, but all of it seems to be focused around one singular Temple would be a good term. Uh, Open-topped kind of temple, big stone, maybe marble-esque area, lots of steps, lots of pillars, lots of columns, but still integrated within this scrap metal, scrap wood kind of look. And in the center of this Grecian-style uh, aesthetic is a big golden, uh, you can see from quite far, big golden throne and a lot of people around it holding various weapons, but you are probably 30 floors, quote, floors up, layers up. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Um, alright. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So by vertical, do you mean it's like one big pit going down with just layers? Yes. It, it's, okay. it seems to be one big pit into the ground, but you can see that it curves around in directions that you can't see, but you're obviously over the main area. You can assume there's a good... Uh, a good few thousand, maybe tens of thousand people, if this extends round further than you can expect, of people. Some of it looks like it could be housing. A lot of it down at the bottom looks like markets and such. And there's a lot more people dressed in very um, uh, thuggish clothing. N nothing expensive. A lot of torn clothing, a lot of dirty clothing. But everyone seems to be having their own little thing down here. Okay. Does it look like there's other entrances or exits yes. to this place? Yeah, you can't see particularly well, but you can see in the distance a couple of areas where it just goes up into the, the ceiling, but they're quite far away. Um, I do want to go over to one of them, preferably if I can tell. Um, You're aware it would take a while west. to get... When I say far away, I mean, like, you'd have to go across multiple bridges, up and down multiple layers. Yeah, yeah. It would take you, like, an hour to go over there. That, that's fine. I just, you know, I don't want to be down here without the rest of the group. Sure. And I also don't want to go out the same way that I came in, because then I'll be like, what the fuck? Fair enough. You spend about an hour, and by the time... So, uh, Neva and Jay... I also wanted to... to message them, if possible. I don't know if I get service under the city. You are... You can send... I mean, with your with your mental connection, if they're still within three miles, that would be fine. Okay. Yeah, I'll try that um, first, and if it doesn't connect... Because they, they hey, wouldn't have made it much further out by that point. I'll just say, hey, there's a city under the city. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, I've heard of it, at least. What do you mean you remember? What the fuck do you mean you've heard of it? Oh, it's like a whole thing. There's like a whole guild down there of like, I don't know, Golden Tiger or something, big city. Uh, it's, it's a panther. It's a panther. That's the one. But just if there is a way to mentally sigh, I'm doing it. <laughs> you could hear it. Sure. So what's the plan? I'm gonna look for another way out of here. Alright. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Is Neva gonna wait at the edge of this three miles or just make the way back to the tavern? She's gonna wait. Sure. Maisie as you work your way through for the next hour, there is a point that you feel this connection disappear. You've gone outside of these three miles yeah, at this true. point. Neva, you feel this connection disappear. So I'll message on the talk stone just a quick, you okay? Do I receive the message? Nope. Nope. No service. <laughs> but you wouldn't know. Jay... It's not been received. Yeah, is Jay still with me? Yeah, just there. I'll start doing a bit of a panic and be like, um, no link, can't message. Or She's not fine. responding to message. She's underground, sure? that's, that's probably why. What do you want to do about it? You might I, as well I go back to the tavern. But what if she doesn't come back? We go look for her. I mean, like, she's not going to know we're in this specific road on the way back to the tavern. That's true. But we don't know where the fuck she is, so we've got to go back I'll, to somewhere that she knows. I'll drop her another message, and hopefully she'll get it when she comes back in range. 
saying we're back at the cart. Like the cart. I get out and there's 20 missed messages. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? Answer me. Answer me. Your mother Where is worried you? about you. <laughs> Call your mother. <laughs> many, many hours later, you come up through. Uh, well, you have come up through a different entrance, very similar. It go, you know, it comes out in the kitchens. You just exit through uh, the back of a tavern. You get a nod as you leave. Um, it's the same kind of style. You're just further away, and it's got to be like four hours later by the time you get back. It's another, so it's like three hours after. Neither you get. I assume I get service as soon as I get on top, though. Oh yeah, I'll message them and just say I'm further away, but I'm I'm out. I'm coming. Sure. You eventually all make it back, yeah. uh, Tina. It's like it, it's it will be pretty late. Uh, I don't know what time would have been you left, but it's probably like one or two in the morning by the time they get back. I would have stayed with Cal um, mm-hmm. rather than leaving him by himself. Uh, Stroking his hair as he sleeps. Probably not. His hair? It's too, it's too gooey. And he oh, yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah, he's, uh, Sorry, the slime is saying it's too gooey? <laughs> I, I, I would think as in I am fight. gooey it doesn't it, oh okay it doesn't, <laughs> it's not conducive for the striking of blubber especially um, <laughs> I, that sound I, I can hear the sound it would make and I hate yep. it kind of like rubber against the yeah. rubber against everyone like having squeaking yeah yeah yeah. No. what you do well, Alex? not good for not good for letting him sleep anyway yeah, so like about 11 o'clock at night that Jay and Neva would come back and probably explain what's happened and then merge, merge later. Obviously those others would come back. Say You're all others. alive. Amazing. Alive and safe and relatively unharmed. Great. You certainly went and did something tonight. Uh-huh. And... There's a city under the city. Yeah, and Jay just forgot about it? That's very inconsiderate. Yeah. That seems like more that, like Jay? keeping it from from us on purpose, Jay. I didn't like forget about it. It's just yeah, like it didn't come to mind. It, it just didn't come yeah, to mind. Yeah, it's like we were the people they were talking about going to visit the underworld, and then you were like later on, you were like, "Oh, I've heard, I know where that is." I've I never <laughs> been here before. I just read about <laughs> it from the other side of the world. Okay, I guess I'll forgive you. <laughs> Do you think that's where Bash could be? I mean, mm. not responding to messages? Doing yeah. some sketchy shit? I don't know if that's where he is, but I know that someone down there, down there would probably have seen him. They got eyes and ears everywhere. There, that would make sense to why we can't get hold of him. Mm-hmm. Were the messages but- to... Um, Bash, this... Uh, Receive the same way that mine were, just just like message not received or something. You can't really tell. You don't know if they've been received or unreceived. Hmm. There's there's I mean, no there's no send markers. <laughs> convenient. If if there's a whole city down there, surely that's then that's like fine. Then he's probably just living in this extra city. Tina, can I ask why don't you want to help Bash? I'm not convinced that this person needs help. I think that you want to see him for... uh, And I mean this in the nicest way possible. uh, Selfish reasons. (laughs) 
this person is either uh, does well. They almost certainly don't want to be found for one re reason or another, because otherwise they would have left a note to their family to say, "Oh hey, I'm going to be unreachable for a while. Nothing to worry about." And how do you tell your family that you're into skate shady shit now? Well, you would just make up something else. No? You'd be like, I've got a job that's going to take me to Dine Faro. I'll see you in a few months. Maybe he did write the note and it just didn't get to him. He lived with them. He, we yeah, were in you... his room. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is, he obviously wrote a note because Maisie found it. Found the sketchings of it. Mm -hmm, what if mm -hmm. he was taken and that note didn't get given to his family? He was taken, but also he, he got his gun out of his secret gun locker. Maybe he knew something was happening. I don't know. Just this doesn't seem right. Hey, at the very least, it's kind of fun. I'm also super concerned about dying. I, I would very much like to not die. And correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you tell me that the reason why we're on this holiday slash hiding in Corsia is because you got involved in gang stuff, hence the gang war, <laughs> which has already resulted in someone that you like dying and sort of two people dying. Well, I know it's kind of going to happen anyway, like whether we were involved or not. And technically, Bash dying has nothing to do. Well, it does, but it doesn't have anything to do with the gang stuff. That's kind of like a separate thing. Okay. Which so, so one person dying. Off. Well, even then, it's not exactly. Which well, yes, it is I one person dying. We'll just point out. When you found out about their death, you wanted to leap straight into finding people who yeah, were that responsible. Part was, that and... part's crazy. That's way above us. But the that city. That talking. I'm, we're talking about an, a, a large, singular, organized organization here. That is not above you. I don't think the organization itself has anything to do with it. If we're about to step on the toes of a giant organization, then yeah, probably we'll take a step back. Yeah, but right now we're just yeah, trying to find you... a guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not convinced, but I also don't want you to die. Uh, could we just find him and see what happens? We don't need to get into anybody's way. If it looks like we're going to be in people who want to kill us as ways, we can be like, Hands up, I'm not going to get involved. But, like, you know, yeah. Maisie, if we go ask and they're like, held at gunpoint. <laughs> Maisie was literally held at gunpoint tonight. You had to yeah, get into some... someone's <laughs> way and in danger to to get to the next person. Yeah, but that who's... wasn't like a big organization. That was, yeah, that was just some gentrifying that. capitalist. You don't know that. I absolutely was... know that. Do you know who gentrifies first in a neighborhood? The people with influence, the people who have the money to make the development, the people who other rich people want to follow to that area. 
They didn't see any of our faces, though. That you know of? Well, they saw one of my faces. But, I mean, you, you can change your appearance. Does that change your scent? Do they have hunting dogs? I didn't they hear have any ways barking. to track? That's a lot they to consider that I don't think that far ahead. And I'm not going to start that's, now. That's why I would not recommend you for a life of crime, Maisie. But if we had the backing of an underworld guild... Oh, hang on. Then you would be in a life of crime. Yeah, what are we talking about a backing here? You've progressed very quickly from I would like to find this person to uh -huh. I would like the backing of a slumlord. Well, no, if you're if we're going with all kinds of hypotheticals, I thought I'd throw my hypothetical in there as well. So you do want the backing of a slumlord? Hypothetically, if all the, well, not a slumlord, an underworld guild leader? Is that a slumlord? That's not a slumlord. The way you described it kind of makes it seem like a slum. Well, I mean, the, the temple was nice. I think, and I know this is going to be crazy coming out of my mouth, but I think we need Carly to be weighing in on this as well. Mm, yeah. He's asleep. Don't wake him. I think Did we all go to sleep. He whistles. Sleep on this one. Yeah. He whistles in his sleep. Mm -hmm. It's very peculiar. It's, it's the way that yeah. his blowhole is, like, half closed up. <laughs> yeah. Blowhole. I was going to make the joke about the blowhole, too. It's just it doesn't have like, a blowhole. Like a deviated blowhole. <laughs> oh, no. I reckon we go to sleep and deal with this shit in the morning. Yeah, we can go down there tomorrow night. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you go down at night? Because that's when that's when the the shady stuff happens. You said it was an underground city. That yeah. It won't be night oh. down there. It'll just be well a time. But they, like they won't have weather or. But like guards and stuff are awake during the day and will be more likely to see us going down there if we do it that Didn't way. You say it was a tunnel. Yeah. Are they, were there guards in the tunnel? No. Listen! I, <laughs> fine, we can go in the day! I don't care! I'm going to sleep! I feel I, I, I have this horrible notion you've romanticized the idea of crime and gangs, and I just, it doesn't, it doesn't fill me with confidence. This is even out of my, like, petty crime, maybe, to live? Sleeping on the streets, yeah. Joining an underground guild and doing actual crime, I've, that goes out of my area. I just there's just one more thing I want to I want to broach. Neva, let's say for argument's sake, we go down, we find Bash, with or without threat to life and limb. Then what? He says. Oh, it's so nice to see you. Or he says, "Why have you found me? I was in I'm incognito here." What well, what happens upon finding Sebastian? Oh, depends on his reaction. So he you so if he if you're sure that he sees you and he makes no attempt to come over to you or doesn't want to have a conversation, you will not insist upon going to speak to him. 
Not until the time is right. Which is decided by... Decided by location, people around... But, but you. What are you getting at? Well, it's just... I, I'm just trying to drive on the point that if he wanted to be found, he would have left some kind of note or clue. And if he doesn't want to be found and he is doing stuff, could it be possible that, yes, he's doing something shady, but for the right reasons, like perhaps he has taken on an undercover role in this uh, Golden Panther. And That's why I would only approach him if it's the right time and place. If he then tells me to do one, I will leave him to it. I just need to know that he's okay. Okay. Do we have an escape plan? I think we should go to bed. Okay. Think about an escape plan overnight, and then tomorrow we can look into this tunnel. You will nip off to your different areas to sleep and rest away the night, getting rid of those two levels of exhaustion. And we will finish, but I just want, I just, I love the idea of just like the morning brooches. All of this is explained to Cal, and there's just a what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we should leave it up to Mark to decide if he has a blowhole on. <laughs> I do not have a blowhole. <laughs> Maybe that's just what you call your nose. <laughs> yeah, where's that wh where's that whistling coming from? If not a blowhole, it's a deviated blowhole. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, a nose is a blowhole. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, yes, <laughs> you blow air out of it. You, you blow Maybe that's just anyway, yeah, but you also you also suck air into it, and you don't call it a suck hole. <laughs> you should. You don't call it a suck hole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't call it a suck hole. Can we just end it now? I need to oh, go to bed. God. <laughs> no, no, dear, 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 insanity. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Magic Myths and Mayhem. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy and Ovani for the use of their music in this episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you want to hear more behind-the-scenes content alongside extra art and lore, please consider joining our Patreon by searching Magic Myths and Mayhem on Patreon.com or watch our extra content and games on Twitch.com. For now, thank you for being here, and we look forward to seeing you next time. I'll see you then. It's the suck and blowhole. <laughs> <laughs>